Hey there, Barflies. Thanks for having us back in your ear holes. We missed you. It's May. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. And yes, Steve and I are a little bit late to the party, but that's just kind of our style. And in honor of this month, we're going to be donating all of our proceeds to Chow. And Chow is a nonprofit organization that provides outreach and mental health resources to service industry professionals just like yourself. Look, we love you guys, and Steve and I are no strangers to the struggle bus. We want you to be happy and healthy, and we want you to never forget that this world is a more interesting place with you in it. So this month, if you join our Patreon or you donate to our PayPal at thebartenderrantpodcast at gmail.com, not only will you be giving to a good cause, but you'll also get your name featured on one of our episodes as one of our Bozells. And yes, Steve and I will also be writing all of these donations off on our taxes, so you're still going to be helping out the show. And without any further gilding of the lily, let's rock and roll. Welcome to the Bartender Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Haley, and I'm excited to bring you a fantastic episode, a magical episode. And here's why. Let me, let me just let me break it down for you for a second. I know that you can hear the enthusiasm flowing out of my mouth right now. However, I'm faking it. I really am. I'm hungover as a piece of dog shit. Some people would say I'm as hungover as a pussy booger. But you know, the reason why is because of the guest that we have for you today. That's right. I had a lovely dinner with him. And then he was the guy that suggested to the whole team, let's have a nightcap. Just a friendly little nightcap. And of course, that turned into drinking all the alcohol the bar had. Everybody blacking up. I woke up on the literal wrong side of the bed. I don't know what happened. Don't know how I got home. So this hangover is literally courtesy of this wonderful bartender that we have for you today. Excited to get in the show with him. Excited to hear his crazy stories. He's a gifted, gifted speaker, so I'm glad that we have somebody that can turn a phrase and maybe interrupt me a little bit more than I interrupt our guests. I know you guys are all excited about that. Let's get right into the show. Your favorite co-host and mine, Michael Windsor. Steve, it's so good to see you. We haven't fought at all today. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, on a scale of rare to well done, how, uh, <laughs> how upset with you, how upset with me are you today? Oh, I'm juicy. I'm a uh, I'm I'm rare oh, all wow, the way, really? baby. Oh yeah. I figured you'd be well done. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just no. dried out like a fucking hockey puck. That's um, goddamn right. You know, one of the things about the show is, despite Michael and I bickering a lot in the background, uh, you know, I think a lot of the disagreements, you know, a lot of uh, the disgruntled attitudes that arise are because of the distance. We have a tough time communicating sometimes. Um, we interpret things differently. Um, generally speaking, I'm yeah, right, in, he's in wrong, this, and then no, we get into no, these. You beat me to it. We no, get that's... into these discrepancies. <laughs> we get into these discrepancies where then he feels like he needs to argue that he's right, but he's clearly wrong, and then we just go round and round and round and round. Oh, so it, it's, you know, I I I do want to turn it over to you here, buddy. What is new? I'm just going to go with what – I just want to thank Barbara Sloan for coming on with us again. Um, what an incredible gem that lady is. Um, one, of the, one of the more – from the Lord. One of the more inspirational episodes that we've had. And I just want to remind the people that Barbara was kind enough to offer that the first three people from the, her episode drop that join our Patreon get a free tipped book which that book could literally change your fucking life. Uh, and then additionally, um, af within the month, so within the month after her episode drop, anyone who joins our Patreon gets a free 15-minute mo mo 15 15 minute money call with a Forbes, 
accredited author on personal finance. So and please, you might, and you might be asking yourself, what is a fifteen-minute money call? This is this is a self-made entrepreneur that has written a book, Tipped Finance, specifically for service industry and tipped employees to understand wealth management, wealth building, and just financial health. A fifteen-minute money call could be the difference in you changing your year, your next five years, your next decade, getting that mortgage, getting that loan, getting out of credit card debt. These are some of the tools that you can use to, to really um, put yourself on a, on a great path to a little bit more financial health. And she, honest to God, is just a ton of fun to hang out with. So if, oh, even yeah. if you are in, in a great financial place, dude, you should hang out with her and talk high-level strategy. She's fascinating. She loves real estate. She's, she's an entrepreneur in that game, and she's just hilarious. So yep. do not miss the chance to do those 15-minute money calls with her. Again, the the people that sign up for our Patreon within the next month of her episode release will have that opportunity. And as Mike said, um, we'll also be giving away some free copies of her book. Um, yeah. Without, for, without further ado, we are going to get right into the show. We have listened to you guys. You hate how long our intros take. I see that we're already at like five, six minutes right here, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Thank you for all of your support. We love you. You are the reason we do this show. Mike and I are always so inspired by this community, how you guys support us and how much you're enjoying the show. Um, please keep doing that. The best way that you can help us grow this community is to subscribe, rate, and review. If you want to get involved in any other way, with this show. Listen to the outro, okay? We'll give you all the information in the outro on how you can get involved, all the other things that we're going to be doing. And Mike puts these little hidden gems at the end. We call them buttons. Quit, quit telling them those, that. that it's a secret. It's for the shows. people that listen through end, to the end without like any prompts, okay? That we've left on the cutting room floor that are fucking hilarious. So listen to the outro if you want to get more involved. But do the bare minimum. Give us a like, subscribe, rate, review, and, and send us to the moon so we can keep sharing this podcast. As we always say, guys, we want, we're about to have a lot of fun, but what, what is really important to us, especially as we go into Mental Health Awareness Month, the month of May, um, and we're doing all these installments with different uh, mental health groups that are specifically focused at helping the service industry, I want you guys to remember that if you're struggling with substance abuse, if you're struggling with mental health, with stress, um, with self-medication, this business is hard. It wears on you physically, mentally, emotionally reach out to us, okay? We are not professional counselors, but we are here to listen. Send us an email, DM us. Mike and I have been through a lot of these things and we are happy to be somebody to talk to you. If you do need a professional resource, Mike always provides those at the end of the episode, after the outro, a hotline that you can call if you're struggling. Um, and we, we now are gonna be uh, uh, offering some additional resources, things like Chow, the Culinary and Hospitality Outreach and Wellness Group, um, and some other nonprofits that specifically work in this space helping this community. So guys, the world is a much more interesting place with you in it, and we want Truth. you to keep coming back, having fun with us, and growing this community. You can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So, you know, please reach out to those resources. Reach out to Mike and I, because we'd love to talk. Uh, anything else, Mike? Let's fuck this pig. <laughs> yeah, let's fuck this pig, dude. Oink, oink, motherfucker. All right, we have an incredible guest uh, joining us today. Again, the, the literal fucking ringleader of, of like 10 people's blackouts last night. It is Rowan Heeg, one of my good buddies and one of my favorite bartenders, and he has brought with us Natty Bocans and Deep Eddie Lemon Bombs. Let's get into it. 
All right, Rowan, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been Stick a ton to of fun. Here. Oh, yeah. Very we're, excited. We're shaking hands right off the bat. I'm already sweating. I'm sweating bullets. I smell like a brewery. Do we? Do we <laughs> it's, it's all of the uh, just toxins that we're just letting out right now. Do we need to turn the air conditioning on? Uh, I would love that. I'm going to crank it while you say hello to Mike. I know you're a bit of a polar bear, so I'm so that's, really bad. Bad. That's, bad. Oh, yes. that's bad for the audio quality. Leave it off. Absolutely not. Go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> I, will, I will pass out and crap my pants. <laughs> I'm like looking at a vent, and it is... So, so hot. <laughs> Does he have the little uh, the little streamers, the little tinsel tied to the vent, so you know when it's Ooh, blowing? That would be a nice that would be a nice little touch. But um, yeah, it. I take full responsibility on everybody's hangover and blackout. So yeah, listen. <laughs> let's just let's unpack this right here, okay? So first off, for you listeners, this is Mike and I's second pot of the day. We did a wonderful show with Jasmine Parks Papadopoulos. Um, from Chow, who we just mentioned. Obviously, this is an incredible organization uh, focused on helping service industry employees with their mental health and providing them tools to you know, be leaders in their particular workplace. And the second that show ended, I closed the StreamYard link and started projectile vomiting <laughs> in my kitchen sink. It was, I, I mean, I was, I've been sick as a dog all day. I'm on like my 15th coffee you know, we had to go out and get some pho. We had to get some Asian noodles to get ourselves right with Jesus. Um, but, but I want to tell you the <laughs> you, story you, of last you, night you get, and how you we didn't even... get you didn't get kicked out this time. <laughs> no, I did not get kicked out of the. By the, noodle bar by the way, I appreciate actually... I, oh, I, I, I appreciate that. Night. No, I appreciate that you pronounce it properly, pho and not pho. So good on you, Steve. You're fucking cultured, man. I told you I love Asian noodles. Now, <laughs> I, I'm going to throw a couple like little softballs to Rowan, then we're going to get into the show. First off, Rowan, why did, why did the entire staff of DOS get together in the first place last night? We had a meeting at work. And would you call this, what would you call this meeting? <laughs> a timeout. <laughs> That's right. We, timeout. we collectively as a team had a little, made a little boo-boo. We fucked up, okay? And it was uh, what some people were calling a come-to-Jesus meeting. Um, and so that brought the staff together. And, of course, right after the come-to-Jesus meeting, it was important for us to go then participate in team, the team-building activity of drinking too much rumplements, <laughs> which is, of course, what all teams out there need to do, whether you're in the service business or in an office. I just think that's important. Wait, and well, it just really got, really got carried away. What, what was the boo-boo? What happened? Uh, just, you know, typical bartender activities behind the bar. Uh, just drinking know. too much. We, plain grab ass. You know ass. what it is? You know what it is? Loose, people kissing people. People yelling at people. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, think, I think really at the end of the day, you know, we let one sweat. We let one slip. We're getting old. We're not at, you know, we're not as, uh, we're not as tight as we I'm not, used to I'm be. I'm not the pussy booger I used to be. That's right. That's right. But no, we'll get it. We'll get it together. You know, every now and then, and uh, our wonderful leader, Dust, uh, Scott Bauer, always talks about um, how, you know, sometimes you just got to get refocused. And we're going into our busy months and we just had to refocus. But last night after the meeting, we all went out, we had some dinner, and it looked like we were just going to mosey on home after that. And all of a sudden, there's Rowan with the. I think we should do a nightcap. <laughs> Yeah. And, and how do you turn down a nightcap, especially and, and, when you're staring at I mean, those baby I know bulls. I'm red as a, a pig. <laughs> um, I'm red as a pig right now, sweating my ass off. But, um, yeah, I thought maybe, like, hey, you know, we're all having a good time. Let's just walk down the street. Shout out to the Reservoir and uh, my friend Bailey and Aaron's place. Awesome place. But I was like, yeah, let's just do a little nightcap. We'll go down. It'll be mellow. 
and then we instantaneously play this Plinko game that they have, where it's mm. like for five dollars, something like that. You throw this like little like you know a Plinko. I got a rail warm tequila. Yeah. And you yeah. got a Rumplemans. Yeah, it was supposed to be a one drink. Like when you hear the word nightcap, it has a very specific connotation, and this was not that. Okay. This but was, it was like one a, it after was a another after another. It was a plinko that the the reward it's like was a like a shot board on the wall that you can drop like a bottle cap in, and then at the very bottom, the, your the wherever the slot the bottle cap falls in has a drink written on it, and you win that drink gotcha. for free. But you have to pay oh, money cool. for a certain amount of plinko. Drops. Yeah, you have to pay money for the free drink. I think is what Steve just said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but the thing is, be, because Rowan has a relationship with this bar owner, as it tends to go in this business, those warm tequila shots turn into a lot of very very icy cold rumbles very quickly. But um, we're gonna recover. We're gonna get back on track. Let's focus in on the episode. We've got the air conditioned rocket. I got the fan going. I might even open a window just to make sure we got a little airflow action going in Windows here. Windows down, tunes up. Yes, that's right. Well, <laughs> let's start off here, man. What motivated you to come on the show? I mean, you were probably of every guest I've ever asked, the easiest one. I asked one time. You said yes. We booked it like in the next 20 minutes, and now you're here, right? Yeah, I but agree. I heard that was because <laughs> you'd, you'd heard about this podcast, but when people asked you if you were going to be on it, you said that you hadn't been invited. Is that correct? Yeah, I think um, wow. I think a certain girlfriend uh, really did a lot for me and uh, brought brought it up enough where Steve was like, "Fine." Look, no, that is not that is not the case. Let's <laughs> let's clarify that, man. We're gonna just sit and do she's all gonna, this. She's gonna be here. We're so gonna do we'll all this administrative work on the front end, but that's fine. Um, I from the moment I met Rowan, I was like, "Look, this guy's a gifted talker. He's a ton of fun behind the bar. He's hilarious. I'd love to have him on the show." The problem is, is we'd oversaturated the well at the time with DOS bartenders. Now. Roan's worked a lot of different places, and I can't wait to hear more about his service industry experience. However, I felt that to do his episode justice and his stories justice, we need to just give a little space um, with some other guests that were not from DOS. Because I don't want That's you guys fair. thinking That's that fair. the only well we're going to is DOS. So I've been dying to get him on. It felt like the right time, and uh, I'm so excited to have you on. What, what are you most pumped about? Is it the gauntlet? Is it just doing the cocktail history? Like, what, what are you excited about? Uh, to, to drink with my friend again. Oh my God! Oh, just have a good time guys. with, my, with, a, God, with a new I wish, friend, a new friend in Mike. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna hug. My, I'm gonna hug my computer right now. This is so sweet. Oh, this is, this is man. This and is and so I touching. think that's how I got everybody to take a nightcap. I mean, look at my adorable yeah. round fat face. I will say this: you are very hard to deny. Uh, like just in general, you really do have an adorable quality to you, and uh, and it's hard to say no to a nightcap. It's it really so, is. It really is. It's it's very innocent, you know. It's it's not an aggressive question. What could you know? go wrong? Yeah. What <laughs> what could go wrong? I slept in the trunk of my uh, in the trunk of my car for about two hours. Last <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait. Hold on one second. How? Okay. I I know how you got in the trunk, but how did you get out of the trunk? So I so I have like an SUV, so it's not as absurd. I, I'm not so it's not like a, a car. Okay. Come on, dude. You got to fucking lead us up properly. All right. An I SUV is not a car. All right, that's a totally different thing. So that, that's fair. Yeah. I understand. And do you I, do you, th see, do you think the cops would understand where they're like, um, sir, this is a DUI situation? You're like, no, I'm sleeping in my trunk, guys. Come on, leave me alone. The reason the reason Mike is asking that question is he still has PTSD from the time that we went to the strip club and we didn't have enough seats in Tom's sedan. So we put Mike in the trunk, and when we opened it up, oh, you put a you put Mike in the he trunk. He got out. Mike he got out Mike smoking a cigarette. Mike <laughs> volunteered to get in the trunk because I'm a T. 
team player. That's what it is. Is that what you were? You were yes. blacked out. You were an animal. I was not blacked out. I remember all that shit. Except for that was also go- during COVID, and it, that was a really sad strip club experience. But that's a story <laughs> for another time. Let's get right into the show, guys. Um, Ron, let's first start off with what you brought to drink tonight. So we're obviously doing Natty Bo. We've talked a lot about Natty Bo on the show. I don't want to get too much into that. Um, but yes, yeah, let's crack those <laughs> off. That's a, look at that beautiful, ripe natty bow there. And yes, I, you know, this is theater of the mind. I appreciate it. Rowan is over here doing his uh, very best Vanna White impression, uh, displaying the natty bow. Yeah, for um, the listeners, you'd be shitting your pants if you saw me right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Very funny what I'm doing. It's incredible. Um, but you also decided to do Deep Eddie Lemon Bombs. So what is the inspiration for the drink? How do you make them? Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's pretty complicated. So, like, you just chill a little bit of vodka and you just dump a shit ton of uh, energy drink into it. Okay. Or Sprite if you have heart problems, which I do, but I was too scared to say that on the podcast. So, I was like, yeah, totally. Red Bull's fine. Like, I won't have a heart palpitation. Oh, really? Because I hate Red Bull. I only went, I only said yes. I I wanted to do Sprite, too. I I thought we were going to get flamed by the viewers for being like, no, 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 no. no. It's your show, bro. (laughs) I, I, I actually, when we were in the store and I asked about the Red Bull, I thought that you. Preferred Red Bull. Yeah, that was, I mean, hey. So you usually make them with Sprite. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're deviating from his own recipe a little bit tonight, <laughs> regardless. Um, you have spite, why? You have spite no, I don't, unfortunately. Why? Why Deep Eddie? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the first thing I see. Okay. Like, I, don't, I don't necessarily have it's a uh, good relation with it. But, um, yeah, it's it's tart. It's sour. You know, yeah. it gets me to where I need to be. It's a, it, it's a good, it's a great nightcap. It's delicious. Well, why don't you teach the people how to make them? Obviously, if you're not a bartender out there, you're not familiar with bombs. Very, very simple. Um, so Rowan's going to teach us how to make those. And we're going to talk a little bit about the drink history. Yeah, totally. So, you know, take any flavored vodka, or you could be a psychopath and just use, you know, plain vodka. I mean, I'm a big Barton's guy. That's what does it for me. That's what winds my clock. Yeah, so, you know, two shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, to, just, however you make it, tell the people. You know, I think, I think the key to a good bomb is uh, a less scientific approach. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's the type of it's the type of drink where you really want to allow your heavy elbow to take over. Totally. And you know, I'm a pretty serious person most days of the week, so <laughs> it's nice to let loose every once in a while. But yeah, so I just uh, you know, two shots, two four counts of uh, your vodka. Divvy those up into your uh, shot glasses. Yeah, yeah, your bomb cups, <laughs> bomb you know, cups. if you have that available to you. If not, you know, you could use red solo cups just as an example. Just you know, pour just pour it straight into your fucking mouth. Yeah, there's that too. I mean, you could make the bomb in your mouth, but what you know, what is key here is get get it as cold as possible. You know, yeah, you're gonna really want to shake the hell out of you're it. You're gonna if you're gonna take it straight to the dome, it might as well be icy, icy cold. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to know where every cavity is in your mouth. <laughs> you're gonna want to find out. I, I'm, so, I'm so I'm so sorry that we're not using Streamyard right now. Um, this is this is hilarious. You guys are you guys are fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a good time. Great <laughs> contribution, Mike. Thanks. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> you guys, anything, anything else you want to add to the show that we're doing together? Listeners, I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> Mike's really, yeah. Mike's really, Mike's really doing it. Mike, Mike looks like a character from King of the Hill. Just koozie <laughs> on the beer, fucking ripping through d- darts right now. Dude, just I'm, chiming in to say, hey, good show you guys are doing. You know, <laughs> nice I'm, podcast. I'm, I enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, what um, the listeners don't know is I put the shaker tin up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no reaction from Mike. No reaction. Just big old drag of the cigarette. Seen it before. Nice. Seen it. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Well, you know, the question is, um, you know, how you even had room with the router up there as well. But that's, a de- you know, maybe that wasn't on the... All right, so Steve, why don't you tell us about the that. intriguing history of Deep Eddie Vodka? Well, hold on. We got to take we gotta take our drink first. Now, now, once you have your cold vodka in your bomb cup, you, uh, how much Red Bull are you adding? Or Sprite or whatever. Just let go and let God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just let go and let God. You're not, <laughs> listeners, you're not going to learn a lot from me today. <laughs> you're learning a lot about Rowan, but not a lot of uh, necessarily helpful information to yeah, take and apply in your own personal This isn't going to be your cerebral experience, yeah. guys. <laughs> All right. So do you do beer first, shot first? Like, how, how do you do this? Just let's, let's do a shot and let's chase it with some beer. There it is. I All like right. It. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Absolutely. Tink. Oh. One's too many and a hundred's not enough. <laughs> you know, as we always say on this show, Michael, if you guys are out there listening, you got your bombs poured up. Don't just listen along. A uh, Drake along. along. Oh shit! No, I whoops! I took it. <laughs> I, just, I, Mike, he just stole your line. Are you, oh, you he didn't steal that? it. It's 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 everybody's line. No, oh, whose line? Nice. Whose Man, whose line is it anyway? You know what I mean. We're really playing nice. Lines in anyway. Watch out, that's copyrighted. We're really playing nice in the sandbox tonight. You know, I I, I don't know where all this friendliness came from. Maybe it's just uh, from the general like self hatred that I have from what we did to our bodies last night. That I feel like I need to be kind to other wounded animals. Um, but uh, I love this. Let's try to keep this positivity up. I do want to tell you guys a little bit about the drink history before we get into oh, it. Now. Obviously, we've talked a lot about Natty Bo on the show. Everybody knows about my Natty Bo ass tattoo. We all know about how... I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that yet. Can you show it to him right now? I take okay, sure. I take my ass out all the time at work. I'm surprised that this is the this is we're just doing this right now. Okay. Hold on, let me record this. Yeah, that is an adorable butt. That Uh, listeners. Oh my god. Adorable butt, by the way. There it is. Oh man, I fucking missed it. Oh yeah, here. Hold on. There it is. That's nice. Now that's a thumbnail. Now that's a thumbnail. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it? It's hard not to get it. You can see this fucker from space. Content, um, baby. Content. So, the, so you know, obviously we've talked about my Natty Bo ass tattoo. We talked about my love of Natty Bo. Obviously it has such a, um, such a uh, copacetic or just such an ingrained relationship with the city of Baltimore. In fact, as we sit here... At the, uh, the, the Elwood Studios, the Elwood Mansion, the legitimate Natty Bow factory, the original Gunther Brewing Company factory with the Natty Bow neon sign is two blocks away and staring down at us right now. So, but I don't want to talk about Natty Bow. I don't want to talk about how Miller Coors have, has ruined the brand. Um, fuck them. Uh, what I want to talk about tonight is Deep Eddie Vodka. Now, we've had it profiled on the show a couple times. But in my research, I've learned some new things about Deep Eddie that I never knew before. Obviously, they're, uh, they kind of hit the scene in the mid-2000s out of Austin, Texas, as an American-made flavored vodka. Something that would really come out and complement some of the other American vodkas that were coming on the scene, like Tito's. And, uh, you know, it became instantly a hit with summer crowd, with women, with... Um, you know, the party scene. You fucking calling me a lady? Yeah, it's an easy <laughs> shot. You know, I, I remember when uh, D. Betty Lemon started to get on every bar shelf and every fucking hot soccer mom was just doing D. Betty and soda. And I was like, this is the easiest drink ever. And I'm selling them for eight bucks a piece. I love this shit. Um, Don't you have to drive good. your children home, madam? Well, not that night. You know, she's out looking for some dick. Um, <laughs> <God>. and, uh, <laughs> it is. It, it just it's, it, it is what... 
It is one of these episodes, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be one of them. My mom, if you're listening, let me tell you right now is when you should stop listening. Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Steve's Mrs. mom. <laughs> um, uh, no, but the, you know the the thing that the thing that distinguished them is this fresh squeezed fruit juice infused with vodka and they were so wholly different there was nothing else like it on the market there were a lot of flavored vodkas especially stola chenaya um and 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 van gogh but they were never vodkas that felt like man this has like real juice in it like this this tastes like um you know grapefruit or lemon or blueberry or tea or whatever it is and so they were so they, they were such a unique thing when they first came out and as i did more research on them you start to realize that th this idea of like easy sipping summertime refreshing drinks is all in the history of the distillery. So Deep Eddy Vodka is actually named after a famous swimming hole in Texas. It's called the Deep Eddy. Now it's called the Deep Eddy Bathing House. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't Deep see Eddie. that one coming. <laughs> the yeah, swimming, the was, swimming it, hole is called Deep Eddy. Yeah, it's called Deep Eddy. <laughs> Okay, cool. go, go on. Yeah, no, the swimming hole is called Deep Eddy. It's a big old wet swimming hole. And um, no, it's been a famous swimming hole in Texas back to the early 1900s. So there's this part of the Colorado River that runs through Austin where this um, there was some uh, crazy amount of limestone on the bank that actually formed a natural swimming pool. Uh, that, that allowed people to have like a bank surrounding the pool so that they wouldn't get washed out in the current of the Colorado River. And in the early 1900s, this started to become a destination in Austin, Texas for locals to go swimming and hang out. And over the years, it developed into more of a legitimate swimming hole. It's now actually been built into a giant like pool complex. It has a Ferris oh, wheel. It's essentially, like, it's essentially like an amusement park and the city owns oh, it. But early rock. But early, early on, it was owned by this guy, Henry Johnson, okay? He, <laughs> he owned a piece of property in 1902. Him and his wife, uh, or him and his, sorry, him and his sister, Mary, opened it to the public um, and, and made it like a family-friendly, come-down-in-the-summer swimming hole. They would provide refreshments and drinks, and one of the things that they were famous for was lemonade. And so when this company was started in Austin, Texas, Deep Eddie, the vodka company, one of the big things that they wanted to do was kind of connect with that idea of summertime, family time, you know, being out by the pool, easy drinking. And that's why their seminal product is Deep Eddie Lemon um, to, to kind of put uh, an homage to Mary and Henry Johnson's lemonade. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. We have a vodka named after like a local swimming hole that has become this like urban legend in Austin. And. The pictures look really cool. Like, I got to say, if the next time I'm in Austin, it's still open to the public. It's free. You can just go down there and go swimming. I got to check it out. It's probably gross as fuck, but um, <laughs> I, I, definitely wanna, I definitely at least want to go check it out. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. Shout out to Harry Johnson. Yeah. You know, it, was <laughs> Hen Harry. it was Henry Johnson, you son of a bitch. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rowan, you know what time it is. It's the drinking. This is like our service industry LinkedIn. So we want to know three things. First, how'd you get into the service business? What is your first ever job in the business? Second, just rat-a-tat-tat all the different positions you've held. And then third, where are you now? So let first tell us how'd you first ever get into the service industry? So my first service in, uh, industry job ever was a dishwasher at Joseph's Country Inn in Falston, Maryland. That's how I got my uh, start. My sister worked there as a server and I was like, yeah, I'll start making money. 
So I picked. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about Joseph's that was at the intersection of Pleasantville and 152 across from the sawmill? It's the same one. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. So I grew up on Boggs Road, right up Pleasantville. I literally like a minute up the street. And I lived off uh, Ryan Road. There it is. Man, I had no Holy idea. Shit. I had no idea. And then you, earlier you told me that you're from Annapolis. And so I didn't, didn't even register. But um, I actually went and did etiquette classes as a kid. At well, Joseph's. that was they a waste of money. These, yeah, fuck you, bitch. Um, yeah, they used to. It was a really, it was like a really weird fine dining experience it, in the middle of this like rural country area. Bizarre. It's like insane. Super authentic German food. Yeah. Like, Joseph was like first generation. Like his family like escaped the war, and he came over here and he uh, opened up a couple restaurants. And Joseph's was uh, the one that I started at. How'd you get so, in? How'd you get in there? Uh, my again, my sister was a server there, and they hired anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not a, the fine dining experience you're talking about. Was half of uh, Folsom High School kids running? Out there. <laughs> that's right. And, and, that's, and that's then every other old head that's been there for. Well, I'm pretty sure there were ghosts. I'm pretty sure everybody that worked there had been dead for ten years. Yeah. So, what was your first job there? A dishwasher. Okay. All right. And, and look, my first job ever. Do you remember Manny's Family Restaurant? Oh, hell up yeah. in Rock Spring. Oh, I was a dishwasher there. Hell that yeah. was my first gig. So yeah, oh, similar, you, similar start. Can you guys like? Job. Can you guys like? Oh, yeah. Can you guys high five each other right now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, being a dishwasher blue. And shout out to dishwashers, back of house dishwashers. That is Loki, the one of the hardest, if not yeah. top three hardest jobs. Especially in the if your restaurant uses a lot of cheese, it's a lot of scraping. It's just a <laughs> lot of scraping, dude. A lot of scraping. Yeah, so you don't, you know, you don't think of dishwashing as using a painter's knife to fucking scrape food that's stuck to, to, to shit off. But when you do it for four hours a day, just scraping and scraping and scraping away, you, you know, that's when you start to think about using that painter's knife to like murder everyone in the restaurant. But <laughs> um, that's it. a story. That's again, a story for another time. So where do you go from there? Tell us again, just name a bunch of the different positions you've held in the service business. Okay. Um, dishwasher i worked cold side i was a pizza maker i was a server a pizza artisan uh, yes um artist <laughs> thank you artist thank you I think, isn't that what they call um the subway workers that they call yes the sandwich <laughs> artist yeah. that's sick that imagine, so imagine having that on your resume i'm an artist <laughs> I make art every goddamn day. My canvas is an Italian urban cheese. So, yeah, shout out to all the subway <laughs> workers out there. We're not, what we're other not putting positions you down. have you held? Other oh, than oh, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Artists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the service industry, I think I, I think I covered it. Yeah, dishwasher. I don't think you side. even said bartender yet, though. Like, I, I, no, I must have. No, no. <laughs> all right. Well, yes, I also I'm also currently a bartender. Yeah. So that brings <laughs> us to where are you now? <laughs> Come on, baby, Das Beer Hall, the one and the only. <laughs> Come. Well, no, well, not the one and the only. Well. 9257 Hartford Road, the one and the only on Hartford Road. But that's right, Rowan. We have now officially opened up our second location. Not a sponsor. Nice. We are taking over Where are you guys the at? universe. We actually bought Black Eyed Susie's on Main Street in Bel Air, Maryland. And we have uh, taken that mediocre establishment and we have turned it into a kick ass. <laughs> German beer hall. I have friends that work there. I know, so do I. I actually really don't mean that. that I like Black Eyed Susie just fine. Dumb. <laughs> no, Frankly, yeah, we, I, we I was just—I was tired of the sexist propaganda. You know, Black Eyed Susie's. Come on, man. 
<laughs> that's just Christ. that's that's just that's that, it's crap. That's gonna be your first contribution to the show. Why don't it's you a, bump some lines and start talking about crocodiles again? You, <laughs> you, I can tell you're feeling ornery over there. I know you are. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, we just opened our second location. Uh, Rowan and I are not gonna work there. Um, we're gonna stick. We're gonna stick it. We're gonna stick with ninety two fifty seven. The the old the OG. Um, uh, so long as we don't make any more boo boos as a staff. Yeah, I uh, yeah we're on timeout, and I think we're taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. No, we're <laughs> it doesn't seem my, like I took, it. <laughs> I, I took I took my spankings and I said thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, uh, that's 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 the best way to take your spanking. Um, okay, well, I, I, I hate to tell you this, but the inevitable has come to pass. Shit. There's only one way forward, and it's through the fucking gauntlet, God my friend. It. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Here come your spankings. Woo! All right, Rowan, it's the gauntlet. Question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. Now, these can be your pet peeves for the service business, other employees, customers, or these are just misconceptions that people have about the service industry. Well, I can tell you my biggest pet peeve, and nothing makes me want to unhinge my jaw like an anaconda and swallow, devour devour your entire body. Like... (laughs) A, a busy night and you're standing in the middle of like the walk like the walk through oh the, my like god way like the little gap in the bar so like you know we can do our job yeah yeah nothing makes me want to light a firecracker off in your face more and, and then let's unpack this because i don't know if people <laughs> can totally in their head visualize what we're talking about um when you started a new bar, one of the things that will commonly be said, you know, and, and this is usually from a friendly fellow coworker is, oh, you don't know the dance yet. You know, just being like, there's a certain flow about the way bartenders work, especially in volume bar and move. And, and you'll start to realize that there are what's called high traffic areas, right? There's going to, there are certain areas of the restaurant where there's going to be a lot of actual foot traffic. Now, You'll, if you're keen to this as a customer, you'll see it in five minutes. You don't have to, you don't have to like seek these out. You'll just by using your eyes, see that is not a place to fucking stand or because every, te- every 10 seconds, somebody is zipping through that exact spot or, um, or no other customer is standing there. So that's a perfect place to ask for a drink. Maybe like I understand the reason for it. And hey, when I was when I was a kid, you know, I didn't know any better. I was like, oh, nice front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I'm carrying six liters of beer yeah. and I have a face of panic and fear and I'm walking up towards you, just just do a little scoot. That, that is a thing that we I mean, we talked a lot, a lot on the show about how it feels like people's IQs drop when they walk into a restaurant by like 20 points. That, that so part of it is like. I get it. It's they're having fun, so they have to like almost pause their fun time and be like, "Oh my god, that guy's working." <laughs> but there's there's other know, people that exist in this reality besides me. Yeah, the the thing is though, if it if you deter me from doing my job, you're going to have to wait longer for service for you. That and I will not serve you. Well, there's that. Too. I <laughs> there's that. Will too. not give you a beer if you're standing there. That's why they have signs. Like I'm sure you've seen it. Like, yeah, a couple bars have it. And it's 
hanging above that area and it says stupid people stand here yes okay i've actually never seen that but really? i love i love that sign yeah. yes um you know what's crazy so like a lot when we're talking about these high traffic areas a lot of them are actually not in public space so a good example is if you ever go to a bar or restaurant watch the computer where people ring in uh drinks and see and count how long there is no one at that computer you'll notice that every 10, 15, 20 seconds, every minute, there's somebody going in and out of that space. Look at the main drink-making well. Look at the main entries into the bar, entries into the kitchen. These are some obvious ones, but what Rowan is specifically talking about at Das is we have a cutout in the center of our bar because we have, a, we have what's called a boat bar, meaning that there's only one exit from that bar, um, and then it's a giant boat. So initially, when we opened the restaurant, you used to have to exit out of the back of that boat entrance to get to anywhere else in the restaurant, and it made it wildly inefficient. So one of the things we did early on is we cut a secondary exit out of that bar in the, the dead center of it, and we basically separated the bars. Now, instead of a boat, it's basically two fences, um, and you can exit out the front or the back. I was going to call it catamaran. Yeah, it's, it, it, actually, that's exactly what it is. It's a fucked up catamaran That's <laughs> with a tap system in the middle. And, and what's unfortunate is, you know, on a busy night, the biggest crowd of people are going to be where? In the center of the bar. And what, what naturally happens, like a funnel, is they start to funnel into that opening. We can't get out. We can't get in. Um, and, and, and one of a couple things happens either a, I hate you and I won't serve you B I'm going to start getting physical with you. Like if you're the guy standing there every time you're drunk, the next time I come through, I'm literally going to grab you by the shoulder and I'm going to move you and try me dude. Cause I got a bunch of six, five bouncers. That are fucking <laughs> I love it. He's waiting yeah, on the I bouncers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm putting my body on you, dude. I never feel and I'm sweaty. I never, <laughs> I never feel more confident. Yeah, I'm, I'm being smell dead serious. weird after I touch. Yeah, you. I never feel more confident than when I'm moving people like that, or I'm gonna yell, "Make a hole, fucker!" That kind of thing, right? So that's a good one. We actually have never had that one on the show. <laughs> Understanding the personal space of your servers, and and this is an um, this problem I think also extends to the mover. Have you ever had that party or that guest that just cannot get their seating right? They're changing seats every five seconds. They move three different tables. They're at the bar. They're at a table. They're back to the bar. Like it's the oh, same yeah. thing. Like. I'm not saying that this isn't a public space where I want you to feel comfortable, but at some point, like, come on, we're trying to operate a business here. If you keep moving around and being in other people's space, it's really hard for us to see other parties. You were missing. We're losing your check. You know, it's, it's just, it's frustrating. I mean, it's just, frustrating. don't you ever just want to make somebody's life easier ever? Yeah. <laughs> don't you Customers ever? don't seem to. Customers don't seem to, but, um, uh, yeah, this is, again, this show is to educate in some ways and give people a roadmap to the business. So this is one I'm glad we haven't, we, you know, we haven't talked about yet, but I'm glad we're bringing it up now because I'm going to, I'm going to, guess what, guys? Homework assignment. If you've never been in the restaurant business, I want you to do me a favor. If you're listening to this episode, the next time you go out to eat, I just want you to spend five minutes when you first sit down at the table and I want you to count uh, at least three high traffic areas and then make a personal uh, decision to never fucking stand there at that bar. Please. <laughs> don't please. Be, don't be a goose. Move your caboose. <laughs> oh, God. Sound advice. Sage advice, some would say. <laughs> okay, question number two, Rowan. Uh, this is going to be best and worst tips. Now, 
these can be monetary. Obviously, many tips are. But, Mike, explain that this can be more than just a money tip. Yeah, maybe a guest left something special with you. Maybe they brought you a gift. Or maybe they just imparted some sage-worthy advice to you that you've never forgotten. Yeah, bring an umbrella. It's going to rain later. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, so, like, uh, one of the best tips, one of the fast tips I got, it was a $200 tip straight into my pocket. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The guest put it in your put pocket? Put it in your pocket. Uh, yeah, and it was the back pocket, too. Was- <laughs> <laughs> if you call my front zipper a pocket, then yes. Harry, jo- Harry-, Harry Johnson is a generous yeah, guy. If you call my mouth a pocket, then <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I was working at uh, Dog Watch in Fells Oh, shout out. Shout out. Old school. Um, wasn't Actually, it wasn't uh, Dog Watch when this happened, but it was on Bar Rescue. That location was on Bar Rescue. Oh, really? Oh, really? Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the woman I worked for, uh, Marka, she was on Bar Rescue. So cool. So yeah, so Taffer was in there being like, you're going to get somebody sick. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I hate that guy. He all, all that show is is him ruining restaurants by making them way too corporate. It's like, hey, I found a dive that a bunch of locals like. Let's fuck it up and make the lights way too bright. Yeah, I have a, I have a 30-part martini that you guys are going to love. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he's such a cop. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anywho, uh, Mark comes down. I'm bartending with somebody else. And, he go- and she goes, uh, hey, hey, Rowan, you're going to help my friend uh, move a bunch of furniture. And I was like, excuse me? And this is like two hours into my shift. So, like, I leave. This guy picks me up. I go to his house. Me by myself, because he, like, was an older guy and his back was messed up. I'm, like, moving dressers and, like, bookshelves. And, like, I'm not a strapping guy. Like, I'm fucking, like, I suck. <laughs> but, but at the end of it, I'm all torn up. He gives me 200 bucks. And he's like, there you go. Good job, man. And then I still have to bartend for six hours. <laughs> but um, I guess that's that, 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 actually, that might be the worst tip. Yeah, actually, actually yeah. Don't think of it, that might suck. Honest to God, you might have gotten underpaid. <laughs> I, I, I just just considering. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a sec. So wait, you're it's like a dollar an hour. Let me see if I get this right. Let me see if I get this right. You show up to work. You're there, right? You're ready to do. I'm your ready to bartend. You're ready to bartend, and then your owner tells you, "I need you to leave and go move an old man's furniture at a different location." <laughs> and it was like on the spot. Like he showed because he was like a regular of ours. So he like showed up, and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, Doc?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're gonna leave and." help him move stuff <laughs> see and this is why again if you're a patron and you wonder why your server's having a shitty day he just got back from moving a fucking dresser 10 miles away at some old dude's house and the guy then put the cash in his mouth pocket you know what i mean it's super awkward right right in my prison and, pocket and now you're being an asshole because your burger is medium rare instead of medium calm the fuck down terry you know what i mean like it's this these this is what I, I, I Oh think. yeah, it was July. Yeah, it's hot. It was July. Have you ever been to Baltimore in July? It's not fun. It's split pea soup capital of the fucking world. And what I mean by that is you walk out, the air is dense and thick. It's not when you want to move a dresser. It's really not. It's when you want to be in air conditioning, yeah, of you know, course. inside yeah. a bar, you know, drinking. That's yeah. probably what you want to be doing. Yeah, once again, when you guys were doing your intro, I'm like looking at the thermostat. I was like going like this. I'm like, God, is that what? It was a little too hot for me, too. I'm going to give you that. I don't understand why I didn't notice that early on. I think I was frantic just because I knew Michael was already mad at me, and I wanted to get everything else going. I'm not uh, not mad at you, babe. I love you, babe. You're always mad. You're always mad. Not at you, though. You're mad at me? No. What did I do? You mad at Ron? No. I'm I'm mad at the elites. (laughs) 
This goddamn yeah. fucking no, GDBC oh, shit, man. <laughs> the bourgeoisie. The fucking uh, reset yeah, no. is coming. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm not a great bartender, so I don't get a lot of good tips. Is the moral? That well, is may, a crazy. Maybe, one, have though. you ever have you ever considered moving into the moving industry? No, I just said I was terrible at it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like what? Why? Why are you? Why are you trying to railroad this guy into like a life of? Uh, I'm just saying, two, two guys, one truck down. is is calling your name. It sounds like to me, man. Two guys, one truck. Isn't that, that is what it's called? Great. I got to be honest with you. That's a great moving company. I'm name. pretty sure. No, I'm pretty I, I sure. Pretty I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure it's an actual moving company. Now we have a moving company around here called College Studs. And oh my like, god! Yeah, do, do they do they do the it with their shirts here. off? They actually their logo is a muscly like fucking frat boy. With do shirt they off, do so it with their shirts like, off? I don't know, dude. I have a pickup truck. I move myself. Okay, I'm a fucking American, <laughs> which is like an insane like tactic because it's like oh, women are gonna love this. <laughs> like, yeah. What about the whole other? Or is like, it called college it, hunks? Did yeah. I call it college hunks? Are you hunks? calling That's college hunks to move your stuff? Yeah. No. Absolutely <laughs> well, not. Okay. Never mind. No, I'm definitely <laughs> not. Right. Definitely not. Next but, question. Uh, <laughs> okay. Question number three. Worst drink orders. Now, these can be the worst drink orders you've gotten from a guest. Um, things you just don't enjoy making. Or, Michael, explain this category is a little bit bigger now. Yeah, we've also expanded this to, like, maybe the worst drink that another bartender has made for you. So, you know, maybe one of your go-tos. You go out to a bar and they kind of fuck it up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I was working at Clotta Pub mm. in Can Square. I think what five blocks away from here, or something like that. Yeah, we not right too far. Uh, oh, Clotta Pub. Yeah. Yep, you're familiar. Yeah, we'll get into that later. All Keep right. going. <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy Smith, uh, Raven Legend. Yes. He used to come in a bunch, and it, he used to get pretty sauced. And one time, he asked me to make a a, a man shot. And I was like, I don't know what that means. He's like, I just want the manliest shot you can make. And I was like, what? You, what, you want a shot Jim Beam? Like, I don't know what that means. And he's <laughs> like, I want you to take every rail, put it into a cup, chill it, and give it to me. And I was like, oh, he, okay. he asked you to chill it. That's not a man shot. No, well, and, but are you going to tell Jimmy Smith that? Yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, you sh- you should have just been, oh, you would, you, would you like a Long Island, Mr. Jimmy Smith? I know you. You're a huge pussy booger, and you would never, <laughs> you would never look Jimmy Smith. In I his wouldn't eyes even know who the fuck Jimmy Smith is. I would have been like, "Who oh, is this fucking you, asshole who keeps you. coming <laughs> here and getting all fucked up, asking me for a man shot?" He comes in uniform, you fucking punk. He comes I mean, he in. He's like, yeah, oh, he I'll, "I'll take a man shot." You should, you, what you should have done is you should have just punched him right in the throat and been like, "There you go." <laughs> Have a good day. That'll be twenty dollars. <laughs> Bring an umbrella. It's raining tomorrow. <laughs> Who punches someone in the throat? That's so oddly specific. It's a man. It's a man, a man shot. It's a man <laughs> shot. Right. If you can take Any it, you're a man. Shot. Evidently, so that's like one of like the foulest things. Any. So it's a Long Island. It's just no soda and sour, right? Yeah. Like, yeah I, it but just, it's got whiskey in it too, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. damn, that's weird. Yeah, like it, bizarre choice, sir. Yeah. I mean, definitely trying to get fucked up. How did he? How did he take it? Um, I don't think he did. <laughs> wait, wait, was it he ordered it and he didn't drink it? <laughs> yeah, I gave it to him, and he's like, "I mean, dude, I think he was gone at that point. Oh, like, he's okay. totally, he was he one was of totally those. Partying. Yeah. I think he pawned it off on some chick, like you know. Something. That's oh, that, yeah. and that's that's the real reason he was asking for a man shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
because of because of women. That's what I was saying. There were women there. We got it. You hate women. He was trying to impress them. We got it. Let's move on. Same brother. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I'm gonna shoot a Bud Light after this. Hell yeah. Oh man! Uh-huh. Oh lord! Uh, no, but there have to be other drinks you don't enjoy making, or when a customer orders them, you're like, "What and, the and, fuck?" I dude? mean, and everybody's uh, listeners, you're gonna roll your eyes because you've heard this a thousand times. But a fucking Long Island, it's terrible, and I make it different every time. I swear to God, I, have <laughs> on no, I make it different. What on purpose? <laughs> no, I just don't have a. I just don't have a. I just don't have a good recipe. a Long Island recipe in your bag. You're just like, fuck it, let's try this. Like, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of that. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, look, it's one we talked about on the show. We've come up with a rule, and the rule is you're only allowed to drink a Long Island during the year that you are 21. After that, between. Your, the day of your 21st birthday and the day of your 22nd birthday, drink as many Long Islands as you want. Go crazy. Go buck wild. I'll support you. The second you turn 22, get the fuck out of here, dude. This is not a drink. This is not a drink. This is a death wish. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> you want to hear something absolutely crazy? What's that? I've no. never had one. I've really? Ne- I've never even tried one. Really? Yeah, so the big thing... the big uh, and Well, and now uh, I've missed my opportunity. Yeah, no, no, you can't. can't. Yeah, it's over, dude. It's over, and I'm really sorry about that. I think we should. I think that makes me. I think that makes me a man shot. Dude, you could have a. That makes me a human man shot. Dude, you you could you if you want. I'll allow you to have a man shot, but you're not allowed to make it a Long Island. I'll. I'll. You want to make one for me? A man shot? No, no. Well, sure. Yeah, I'll make you a man shot. uh, Next shift we work together. I'm gonna gobble down your man shot. (laughs) God, hang out. Gobble, 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 motherfucker. Um, so. I will say this, though. Um, You know, the Long Island was such a staple of my college experience. There was a specific bar called uh, Fat Daddy's that would do Long Island pitchers. It was literally a pitcher that would make you a Long Island in that. They were uh, a quarter for a pitcher of Long Island every Thursday night. It was like their big special. And if you wanted, you could make it a blue motorcycle, which is the same thing, blue carousel, blah, blah, blah. And we would get these all the time. And it was like commonplace, like it made sense, right? We're, we're in college, we're getting fucked up. It's Morgantown, it's West Virginia University, you know, notorious party school. That is the sort of environment, maybe Vegas, maybe Atlantic City, maybe Key West, right? Where I can see something like that, but the guy that makes that his regular cocktail on a Tuesday night... Like, sir, I'm sorry. I don't trust you, man. Like, you can't date my daughter. You can't hold my car keys. You know, I, I'm worried about what you're doing when you leave here, right? Like, are you, you know, are you going to, like, beat an orphan or, like, yeah, you that's know? A gentleman that hasn't, uh, that's a gentleman that hasn't uh, filed taxes in five years. <laughs> no, not a chance. Not a chance. That would implicate. Oh, speak, uh, tax day. Happy tax day. Yeah, happy tax day, guys. I didn't file mine. That would, uh, that would all, uh, what is that? Yikes. Yeah, sorry. Long <laughs> Island guy over here. Um, that would also imply that this guy even has a job to begin with. I, no, I, can't, I, really I, I can't wait till he's in court and the IRS plays one of these episodes. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be some really <laughs> yeah, good exactly. PR for us. We appreciate it, Rowan. <laughs> uh, I'll, ca- I'll catch up with him. So any other drinks for this category? Um, so, like, and it, it's not the bartender's fault, but it was my 21st birthday. And... Um, just having some fun and like i don't know what drinks are like i don't know what anything actually is so i ordered a gin martini from cvp oh you are an idiot <laughs> <laughs> what a fool you I, fool i know stupid why i, I i'm 21 i don't know he's <laughs> fucking classy that's why 
He's wow. he's, he's expanding his horizons, pub. Steve. Does the Charles Village Pub sound like a place you want to get a dirty martini from? <laughs> he didn't. Even, sounds no, like the place I want to get an. Even, S- it, was, it wasn't even a dirty martini. It was just a gin martini. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. CVP has plenty of STDs, but they don't have good gin martinis. Okay, and I love CVP, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You can, can tell, tell right when you walk in. Which one was it, by the way? The one thousand. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's. Uh, I got some red flags written all yeah, over. Yeah, it's, it's seedy. How did that go? Uh, well, I'll tell you how it went. I uh, order it. I find my friends on the rooftop uh, bar that's outside. Mm-hmm. And um, I take one sip and I vomited into a potted plant immediately. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. And uh, probably par for the course at that particular bar that evening. This is what I mean. I mean, he probably wasn't the first person to vomit in a plant at that bar that night, right? Yeah. No, not I thought I was supposed to because there was so much already yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my point. These are not the establishments you want to be ordering a gin martini from, right? Yeah, and, and you know what? Not, not the bartender's fault, or maybe it was. I don't know. I say this is the same man that also ordered his first old-fashioned out in public from a green turtle, okay? So I've made my own mistakes in my life. How'd that go? Um lot of grenadine. A nice. lot of grenadine Which, in and that. And that belongs in that drink. Yeah, no, it's one of the fundamental pieces. <laughs> cool. um, all right, question number four, ultimate mistakes and fuck-ups. Now, these can be yours or your coworkers. They can also be uh, another bartender or server that you've seen out in the wild. We yeah, just want to hear someone... about somebody crashing and burning. Yeah, I mean, you know, besides me just being like a drunk goof, I... Uh, like I like to be a funny guy, and sometimes I think maybe you can relate. You kind of do a foot and mouth every once in a while, like absolutely just sticking no all kidding. of my tootsies right into this uh, mouth pocket, yeah. um, <laughs> that prison pocket, as you said. Yeah, prison. Pocket. There's a couple uh, of them, but that's one of them. You got a lot of pockets. <laughs> um, I was working, and like this woman's like coming up to me, and it's like should have read the room better, but she's coming up to me and she's kind of being like, hey, like trying to be like quiet, and I go, hey, if you can say it to me, you can say it to the whole class, and she like just kind of like freezes, and she's like, yeah, my mom has dementia, like so like if you can like take it extra, <laughs> and I was like, oh, totally, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ, wait, yeah. wait, should have read it a little bit better. Can you unpack this a little bit, so? Wait, how how did you and this woman interact? Like, is this, this an old? This sounds like right when the meal started, right? She so like I'm I'm bartending um at a at a place in Towson, <laughs> and um she just like no I I haven't seen her like she's coming in like she's we are starting the con like we are starting like we haven't even sat down yet I think the mom was like still outside. Okay. Okay. So again, she's just kind of. I should have read it better. My bad. Sorry, lady out there, and sorry to. It's all right. She doesn't remember it. <laughs> Even if she knows where the hell she is, but she, <laughs> Jesus, but she has that approach of like, hey, I need to tell you something yeah. intimate and personal. Uh, yeah. And your response is to say, if you could tell it to me, you could tell it to the. <laughs> how, how loud did you say? Uh, loud enough. <laughs> totally. I, totally I hope what, way I, too loud. I hope what she was saying was, um, please forgive me, but I have dementia. <laughs> <laughs> you know the great thing about Alzheimer's, right? Yeah, you meet new people every day. Hey, hey rim shot. Yep. Oh. All right, I hit it. Push the fish; it's about to turn. Okay, you really, you really ruined that for me. 
Um, I'm not having fun I, anymore. I also, uh, <laughs> you know, a big group comes in and they're kind of dressed up. And I go, how was prom? And they're like, oh, it was a funeral. And I go, ah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You, Jesus. Do you That's need, great. Have you been to like uh, an optometrist or anything like that? No, I've taken too many improv classes. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. What's an Same optometrist? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm sensing a theme here where, and, and, and you know, it's clearly a good quality, right? Like, it's good to have, no, it's good to have the unadulterated confidence that you, you, you take chances, you know? You really get in there. Yeah, go gutter. You really get in there deep with people. You know, we, you and I were actually talking about this at Fabak as we're sitting enjoying our noodles um, uh, uh, about the fact that one of my worst personality traits is I'm too comfortable with strangers right off the bat. I will say and do things that are not okay for them and just because I can't help it. Like, I just, I'm going to go all the way in. Like, a power tool, right? Like, literally, I'm a tool. I'm a fucking power tool. <laughs> right off the bat with these people. And um, and you you share a little bit of, the, uh, of that. And I can see where that can get you in trouble in this business. But it also has to be endearing in some way. You have to use it to your advantage. That, well, yeah, I mean, sometimes it works. I would say most of the time it works. Yeah. So most of the time, somebody doesn't have a mom riddled with dementia. <laughs> so God damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, in the second case, the mom riddled with dementia had passed. And at least at that point, you know, they probably needed a humor, uh, a little bit of humor to break kind of the, you know, the, the sobering uh, nature of death. I, yeah, I, get, I, I don't think that's what she, I don't think that's what she needed. They didn't appreciate that, that joke? No, uh, no, she was, uh, she was bummed. She was, she was really she, bummed. Yeah, she was bummed out. <laughs> yeah, she was bummed out. And rightfully so, you know. Like, Can I but, ask you what establishment you were at? Nacho Mama's. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. That's on the customer. If I just went, it, listen, if we just were at a funeral and now we're going to walk into Nacho Mama's, I'm not going to blame my server at Nacho Mama's in Towson when that, ser <laughs> when that server or bartender is being cheeky and fun. Like, it's... Look, Nacho Mama's is a nicer bar, but it's still kind of divey. It's kitschy. No, the whole thing is that it's kitschy. Yeah, it's kitschy. You're coming here from a funeral. This is not like fucking Michael's or Joseph's. Go to Joseph's, which doesn't exist anymore, but you see my point. That's more yeah. intimate, quiet, family-oriented so, dining experience. So uh, whose funeral was it? Nacho Mama's. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in, in this Maybe case it doesn't work as well but still <laughs> i want to quit the show i want to quit i i hate i don't enjoy you I, or, or or any of your jokes uh, i hate you i hold on, i hope all the bad things in the world happen to you hate 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 give him give him another okay. shot of uh, deep um, eddie he'll he'll feel a little bit better yeah, you know what fire me up another one before halftime because i'm about to ask oh. you question number five unless you have more for this category um i, I do have one other story Real about somebody yeah, please. fucking me over okay well oh wait is that a no, I want you to tell the story about them fucking you over, but let's pour another bomb first because oh. this seems like an appropriate sort of story. I'm going to get some fresh ice. Is that okay? I'll get some fresh okay. ice. You start telling the story to Mike. Oh, me and Mike don't know each other. This is weird. Oh, well, this God. is, yeah, it's going to get weirder. <laughs> no, it's okay. Steve, no, no, Steve can't hear this right now, so now's a perfect time to, to talk about Steve. God. It's like, you know, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you turn on me, okay? Um, I need you here for this. No, 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 not you. No, not you. I'm saying, I'm saying, Steve, just you know, shut up. <laughs> 
Uh, have you seen his? Uh, he's. Have you Do seen his bald head? Make this again or? <laughs> no, that's low hanging fruit. <laughs> Obviously, you heard the jokes I was making at Nacho Mamas earlier. I'm definitely a little bit more uh, highbrow than that. Um, but no, so I was working at a place in Towson, and brutally hungover. I'm so goddamn hungover, and I'm working the day shift. I, it was a keg day. Did you have a nightcap the night before? Several nightcaps. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, you should have seen how many caps I was wearing. <laughs> um, so I'm so hungover. It's a day where we get a delivery, so I'm just catching kegs all day. So like how we had to catch kegs, it came down a wooden I, slide. I already knew what you meant. I'm glad you're going to describe okay, this for I the just people. Know if people. No, know what that meant. please, no, ex- exhaustive detail, yeah. break down what you mean by that. Yeah, because so, I don't know what the fuck you're talking. It sounds like some Donkey Kong shit, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually re- it literally is it's it ve- and it's also is. very common to Baltimore because of so many basement. row home bars all of their beer tap systems are in the basements and they're these tiny little they're these row homes that have been built in like the yeah, fucking eighteen hundreds no I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> go you. ahead please <laughs> fuck <laughs> you're not gonna bully me <laughs> um, yeah so um. A lot of a lot of keg rooms are in the basements of these uh, old row homes converted into restaurants. So it's the steepest slide you've ever seen in your entire life, and it's just some other employee that works for you know whatever company, and he's like, "You got it, you got it." And meanwhile, I have my hands fully above my head with like my thumbs on a, a full keg, and I'm like, "Yep." It just comes shooting out like out of a cannon, like down into like my chest. It literally is like a plank, by the way. I mean, it, it, you literally like like something off a pirate ship. If you were walking down the sidewalk, you were like, "What dangerous activity are those people doing?" Right? It's a giant piece of wood that's sticking at a vertical angle up out of the ground that they were then rolling kegs down. Yeah, it's an acute angle. It is <laughs> an acute angle. It's not safe. <laughs> it's it is not safe. You probably need some of like strap apparatus to make sure that it goes down slowly. No. That's not what we're going to do in this business. We're going to just roll these fuckers like Donkey Kong. Yeah, it is kind of like Donkey Kong. I'm jumping over it. I have a huge hammer. It's ridiculous. Um, So just like rough day. I'm just sweating it out. Like I'm just not happy to be there. And I'm like, come on, just my relief. Come in so I can get the fuck out of here. And um, it's 15 minutes past. And this person is known to be late. So I was like, okay, this is about par for the course. So 15, 15 minutes pass, and now it's a half an hour. I'm like, okay, so now I'm pissed. So like, I'm, I'm calling her, and I'm like, where is she? She's not picking up. She finally shows up. I can see her walking through. I'm like, mm, this is trouble. This is not good. She gets up to me, and I mean, she is tweaked out. Oh, like, shit. She is not in fighting shape. Like she's got, really? she's got, uh, she's got uh, her lashes half off, she's got makeup all over the place. Oh, we're not even talking hungover. Like, like you're ta- you're t- you think I had nightcaps? She had a top hat on. Through the roof. She looked like the fucking Mr. Peanut Man. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so I go up to her and I'm like grabbing her by the shoulders and I'm like, you need to go to the bathroom and you need to fucking figure out what you're doing. Get your shit together. So she's like, okay. So she goes to the bathroom for 20 minutes. It's it's like now an hour when I'm supposed to be gone. Like it's an hour past. You yawning right now? No. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. Dude. I'm having, I'm having a real tough day, man. Yeah, I was also. Uh, anywho. So. 
So uh, she comes out. Nothing's changed. Like, no better. Like, I, I think she might have just fallen asleep for a little bit. <laughs> In the toilet. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, oh, the God. manager's coming. She's next to me, and I'm just watching it in slow motion. I'm like, no. So she comes up, and the manager's like, you can't work. You go home. And now I'm just face-to-face -face with my manager, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm not your man. I'm not your guy. I was like, this is not my responsibility. Not for me, Clive. Point. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's like, can you just, like, for a little bit, like, help out? And I'm like, I already did. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I've, already, I've already gone beyond the call of duty. Yeah. I am so, like, <laughs> do you remember me literally jumping over full kegs 20 minutes ago do you remember that yeah um can i can i ask a question and i i'm, I'm playing a little bit of detective here um so i could be way off but the way that you just told that story did make me think that this uh experience might have happened at colada pub it didn't Really? It did not. Because the the manager that you're describing had Paul Kuda written all over it. Oh, you think he'd be that polite about it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Good point. Uh, yeah, right. He wouldn't be that tender. Um, so, uh, are you willing to say where this happened? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it under. I'm That's gonna fine. keep it under wraps. Um, and if you're listening to this, I still love you, and it's okay, girl. <laughs> oh, that's nice. After, after all these Even, years. All right, so okay. to people that fuck you over that we still love. Cheers I'm to looking that. right at you. Fuck I'm you. right at you, co-host. <laughs> I'm going to be there in May, you little bitch. You better be Ugh. ready. Oh, God. Wait, when are you coming in May? It was not a good bomb. Uh, well, all throughout May, but then I'll be in Baltimore at the end of the month. For Dell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. We'll talk about that on our own free time. Let's go into question number five. This is health code violations. So tell us about some of the grossest shit you have seen in the restaurant business, whether you've worked there, whether you heard about it through the grapevine, or this is some bar you walked into. And importantly, Steve, on, on this question in particular, we always say protect the innocent and... The guilty. That's right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um... Like, I mean, I will say, for the most part, everywhere that I've ever worked was on the up and up. Like, I haven't, like, seen anything, like, absolutely disgusting. Boring. Like, far and few between. No, well, no, trust me. I have a super gross. <laughs> I'm I, just I got something gross for you. Um, I've definitely seen, like, a steak hang out on the ground for a second, take a little vacation on the floor. Floor spice makes everything <laughs> nice. Uh -huh. Yeah, that took a 20-second rule. Um I used to work, he was a bar back, but like when we got really busy, he would kind of step up and like help make a couple of drinks. Yeah. But this gentleman, and I, and I love him. He's, he's a sweet kid, but he had some of the worst dandruff. I, I mean, it was clinical. It was clinical oh my dandruff. God. <laughs> you're really, you're really oh pushing a hot button for me. I, this is one that's. Sell some blue. What do you mean? You don't even have any hair, Steve. You can't have dandruff. Oh. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, there's For I, other people. I really have a very incredibly high gross tolerance. Like I can be around other people throwing up doesn't do anything for me. I can somebody could take a shit in my hand and I'd be fine. Wash it off. With I'll the put hose. that to the test right now. Gross. Right. I, I'm just saying one of the things that I have a <laughs> real problem Christ. with is I hate other people's hair off their body. If it's on their body, no problem. Second, it's off their body, and I'm really. Dude, dandruff gets me, man. It you, just really. You know, just, you you know, dandruff isn't hair though, right? I was just sharing some of the things that skeeved me. Let's listen to oh, Rowan's well, story. 
Thank you. Oh, I was so trying to until you took that whole deviation about how much you hate hair. So anyway, tell us more about the you know what dandruff, Rowan. Do you know what else I hate? I bet you, I bet you can guess. Uh-oh, get ready. What? This guy from what? Kansas. Uh-oh. His name's yeah. Michael. Is He's it a Justin? He's a piece of fucking work. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he'd step up and help out every once in a while, and he had really bad dander. And um, we also made large margaritas there. Oh, God. <laughs> and um, one time I saw him, like, kind of, like, lean over and, like, scratch behind his ear, and I could see, like, snow falling into this person's drink. Oh, and, my God. And I, I, oh. I, yes. <laughs> and... And I ran over and I was like, hey, 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 hey I'm just going to dump this out. Well, the important question here is, did they ask for a salt rim? <laughs> oh! Oh! Hey, I'm just saying, I'm you, could, tell you-, you could pass it off. Oh, that's just, it's a, it's a little bit extra sodium is all that is. I'm going to tell you right now. Let me, let me, I want to go on wax with this one. In, in our uh, one of our episodes from Vegas with Alex Velez from, uh, what is it, Lost Spirits Distillery? Yeah. Is that what it was? Um, he told a story about a dog that Pissing. peed off a second floor balcony <laughs> into someone's margarita yes. at an outdoor bar in, where was that? Was it Puerto Rico? Was it, I, I think it was in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I believe anyway, you're right. I would right now sign up top of the list to drink a dog piss margarita <laughs> before I drink a dandruff rim margarita oh, right now. Would you rather? Or what, what, what is that game called? Yeah, would you yeah, rather? Would you, yeah. uh, would, would you rather dog piss margarita or the dandruff rim margarita? margarita? It's not... I Dude, think I'm going that's the, easy, that's the easiest question I've ever been asked <laughs> wait, in my wait, life. Does it depend? Have, hey, you know what? I'll have two. Give me two. I'll have a second. The dog <laughs> can piss right in my mouth. I'm not fucking drinking dandruff. I'm <laughs> God not doing damn it. it. That's not the, happening. It doesn't it's depend on what, what. Does it depend on whose dandruff it is? What if it's like Keira Knightley's nope. dandruff? Let me be very clear, okay? It could be Selma Hayek. I mean, she could be dressed that's in. That's one the, way to say the last she name. Could, she could be dressed. <laughs> how do you say her last name? Selma Hayek. Hayek. How did I say it? I don't know. Hayek. Anyway. Like a fucking, <laughs> like, like some kind of boat that goes through the water with, with, a, with one paddle with two ends. My dream is to have her pour whiskey down off her foot like she does in uh, Dusk Till Dawn right into Quentin Tarantino's mouth. I have dreamed about that happening to me my entire life. If they say, hey, I'm going to sprinkle a little dandruff in there, I would <laughs> light her on fire. Okay? I'm not, I'm not See, doing it, dude. See, this is I'm where not... you and I differ because I would snort a line of Kira Knightley's dandruff and some oh! Hayek's too. Oh! Absolutely easy. Easy. You're a bad man. You're it's like, a give me a complex. Man. I literally just checked my shoulders because I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so nervous now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. um, I, I, if you have another one, go ahead. But I think you've shut down that category for me. For me forever. We might not ask any more guests. Steve, need, Steve needs to go I, change I, his I, clothes really quick. I, I do have one, my last one, and it's the most egregious one. Please well, go. actually, maybe not to you. No, no, no. Please go. You had a very because dander. if you don't tell some other story, I'm going to need to shower. Okay? So, <laughs> please go. I worked at a place where uh, when you gave the uh, plates back to them, like if there was like butter on the plate, like a butter packet, and like no. it up and it was on the plate, the dishwashers would put it into a bucket no yes and the kitchen would yes. cook with it yeah no and the kitchen would cook with the butter off the oh dishes. my god that's bad i Don't... will not say yes i, I won't even protect give you... the guilty wow, wow. yeah 
But wow. yes, they, there was a butter bucket in the kitchen. And that's not even with. butter. That's like fucking margarine. Like they're not yeah, even I, cooking with butter. Wow, dude, that is that is some <laughs> that is egregious <laughs> restaurant fucking owner bullshit right there. I didn't even know what the reason for it was at first. I was like, "That's weird that they put butter in there," and they're like, "Yeah, they cook with it." And I was like, "What? <laughs> I eat here." I was, like, I was like, "Oh God." Well, you know, Mike and I, when we when we worked together at the diner, it was very commonplace that anything sealable, okay crackers jellies butters creamers sugar packets if those things were left on the table and they had not been opened that was the rule they had not been opened that when you cleared the table we used to have this little i'm not kidding it was like a little trough that would clip onto the end of the diner tables and you'd take all of the things that were left on the table that were not opened and you'd you'd put them in the little trough and you'd take them to the back and then one of the pieces of side work you had to do before you left is you had to sort them. So put the maple syrup in this giant maple syrup bin, put the crackers in the cracker bin, put the creamers, and we would reuse the stuff that had already been out on the table. Now, I always thought that was gross just because, like, why are we being this stingy about just, like, one little creamer, yeah. one little cracker? Yeah. But at least they're still sealed. Yeah, right? I, like... I I, I get like that, like hands, but but if it is sealed, I kind of don't have too much of a problem. Yeah, that's that. a little different. If we're gonna cook with the butter that was on a guest plate, dude, it, it literally shook me to my core. That shook me to my core. And it's not like it was always like clean. It was just any butter that was yeah. on the plate. So like there could have been like crumbs on it. You know, there could have been a fucking fingerprint on it. It was mm -hmm. going in that bucket. And let me be clear to all of our listeners out there: I would eat the entire butter bucket before one flake of fucking dandruff goes on my margarita. Yeah, I'm going to shake my head out over Steve's pillow before I, I swear <laughs> to Christ. I'm going I'm to scratch my The good thing head. is I've turned the heat up so high that you're sweating so hard, I don't think that dandruff no, is nice coming off. Now, that stick, that nice shit is stuck. All right. All, that all is, I'm thinking is uh, I think we need to reach out to Sell Some Blue to be a sponsor of this episode, honestly. This is actually a good one. We should send him this cut. You know, sell Some <laughs> Blue. Do you have itchy, dry scalp? <laughs> Fix are you tired? Are you tired of flaking fungus into your uh, guest margaritas? Margarita. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, what a first half of the gauntlet that was. Woo. You are cutting through this masterfully, my friend. Let's take a quick halftime break. Let's get a piss. Let's get a dart. Let's get another drink, and we'll come right back with the second half of the gauntlet here in a moment. This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC PowerBox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jumpstart. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC PowerBox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest-working environments. Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC PowerBox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerBox.com to view our product line. CIC PowerBox. Wherever you go, go with power. All right, welcome back, Barflies. I hope you enjoyed your darts. I hope you enjoyed your shits. I hope you re-upped on your Deep Eddie Lemon Bombs and Natty Bows. And if you can't get Natty Bow, that's okay. Whatever light beer you got out there, uh, it's just you're not as lucky as us because we got the winky man smiling back at us and 
We have uh, the greatest slogan in beer history. Oh, boy. What a beer. From the land of pleasant living. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You guys give... should be a fucking commercial for them. <laughs> We've been practicing that for a month. We did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been a thing at work. We botched it a few times. We did. We yeah. botched it a few times. This lady was like, was about, this actually. lady is like, my, my father with Alzheimer's just passed. Why are you making jokes? <laughs> if you can say that to me, you can say it in front of the whole class. <laughs> and I was like, listen, bitch. Um, no, let's get right into the second half of the gauntlet. Before we do it, a very important question. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch or blue cheese, Rowan? Oh, God, it's coming in. Qu I thought that happened at the end. No, no, it's happening right now. Don't worry, boys. I'm not here to disappoint. Obviously, it's blue cheese. Oh, oh yeah. I thought he was going to actually throw us for I, 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 I don't, really I don't even know why I was worried. I thought he was going to say obviously and then hit us with. Yeah. I thought he was going to so, hit us with a ranch. Thing. So so funny. My um, I, I told my uh, sister. She's excited that I'm doing this podcast. Um, she's a big, big wing gal. She loves her wings. Okay, okay. And she's a service industry vet she, as she, well, she, right? She, yep, she has background. Yep, she uh, served for many years. Yep, uh, she's the one, I guess, that got me the job at Joseph's. And nice. I worked with her also at this um, Chinese restaurant, Chopsticks. Oh, uh, my so God. You're, no, my that's God, not on my the childhood. nose at all. Uh, uh, do you want to hear a quick fuck up? <laughs> yeah, give it to I, us. I, I, I it's his show, Mike. Shut up. You're you're lagging anyway. Continue. I, I, I didn't even say anything. Jesus Christ. Sauce on like a woman. You are on a delay right now. Stop talking. Continue. I, I spilled a whole <laughs> cup of soy sauce on a woman's white dress. Oh, yeah. I, I was clearing the table and it just slipped off by off like the off the tray right into her lap. That's one of those <laughs> moments where I wouldn't even get mad because there is nothing you can do about it. You need to take that dress and you need to burn it. It's never you're never getting that shit out. Honey, you better take that dress and burn it because it was ruined when you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honest to God, some <laughs> Mike is on a delay. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what to tell you. Two minutes ago, <laughs> I, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> He's going to talk about how my internet fucking sucks. You've been a blurry... How do you know it's not your internet, you piece of shit? with the ethernet cable. Because my, I'm looking at the bars where I, I literally... I just pulled the router out of his asshole. I made sure that we have it on the table here now. Okay? We are sitting on the router. I've got full bar internet. I keep checking. It's this excellent service. And we're, we're clear as, as, as the pure driven snow... On the feed, and you're sitting there bumming darts on a two-minute delay, laughing at jokes from before halftime. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? Yeah, yeah. Answer. <laughs> I don't want to say now. You know what? Honestly, I'm just gonna end my recording. You guys have a good time, okay? <laughs> uh, no, shut up! Shut up! I'd like you to get more involved. Why don't you know what? Why don't you? The listeners kick, have been asking. Why don't you kick <laughs> off the second half of the gauntlet with question six? All right, I'll give you two minutes to respond. Are you ready? Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> what? I said, Sorry. Uh -huh. I, no, I missed right. it. Mike, I missed it. Mike, you asked rim, question rim six shot. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number into? six, okay. Ratchet and Crazy Customers. So we want to hear about... God damn it. Prompt uh, me. Go ahead, prompt me. Yep. Oh, yeah, we want to hear about those pieces of shit that come into your restaurant but, or your bar. But... But we, okay, can you stop leading me? I'm trying to do my thing. All right, you're Let supposed go. to lead me if you're going to do this question. Guys, <laughs> I'm trying to start guys, over. My, my parents start used over. to fight, and I can't handle. <laughs> start over with que introduce question six again. Okay. 
All right. All right, and- Rowan, you need to leave because mommy and daddy have to have a talk really quick, okay? <laughs> it just me we, crying. It's it not your, crying it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Mommy and still, daddy need to We you still love you. We love you mommy very much. Mommy and daddy much. need to throw ashtrays at each other. <laughs> Are you guys getting divorced because of me? Yes. Yes, yes. we are. Yeah. It's all your fault. That'd be, so That'd be so cool to tell a kid straight up you had actually like 53 episodes and it's your fault. Yeah. All right. Question number six, ratchet and crazy customers. So these are the stories of the people that we wish we could forget, even though sometimes we can't. But, Steve, we've also expanded this category. Why don't you tell us how we've, uh, you know, added more depth to this question? Thank you, buddy, for that seamless transition. Um, You're welcome. This question also involves memorable customers, people that made an impact on you. Maybe they imparted some wisdom, or maybe they were just kind to you. Tell us about those memorable customers, whether they're ratchet, crazy, or special in some way. Uh, Yeah. I mean, God, there's so many. but uh, of course, like all like the bad ones come to mind first. Um, of course, they always tend to, huh? Yeah. So um, our it was at our old alma mater. It was at a uh, Clotta Pub. Yeah. Um, there was a guy. It was like a busy like Saturday night, and like it was like a group of like three dudes. But like we were just going back and forth. We're having a good time. Like we're laughing. We're high five, and I'm taking a shot. With <laughs> shit. Like we're having a great time. And I'm like, fuck. Wait, yeah. you drank at work at Clotta? Uh, believe it or not. Wow. I know. How crazy is that? You, listen, did, I mean, that's like cheating death. Wait, are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. What? Mike Clark is such a fucking maniac. Do I need to, do I need to, do I need to shake that out? No, don't blurt, no, don't blurt that. I'll say his name six more times. Mike Clark (laughs) is a piece of shit. Okay? Happy to say that. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Um, Wow, it sounded really Jersey Shore there. Uh, not what I meant. But uh, I- Mike, uh, I, while I am on this podcast, I'm not affiliated at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a guest. Yeah. Please yeah. don't come after yeah. me. No, my, my only look, my only point here is this. I'm shocked that you got away with drinking there. What? I got so drunk there. All I never the time. I never had one drink ever. What? Not once. Not That's once on lie. shit. And ever. you never saw anybody else drink there. Not when I was working there. That's Fucking impossible. The only person I saw drink there, and again, Mike, you need to shake this one out, was... But that's because... You like, can also just not say his one... fucking name, you piece of shit. Hey, Mike, here's some no, extra editing for so... you. I could have also just not used his name, so whatever. I'm not going to cool. use it again, but I had to use it so... Mike, your social your social security is also 213. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, but he he was almost like you know legend status and like he, GK, untouchable. Yeah, uh, for Un- sure. That's exactly how I would guy. describe that. It. Nobody knows who we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, so, well, you know, if you know Kalada, you know who we're talking. About. <laughs> yeah, um, that's insane. That you know, I I drank there every day. Really? Yes. Fascinating. Fascinating. That's wow. We had two different experiences. I, I mean, they used to check. Um, when we would give guests refills on waters, whether we were then re- like, so give guests a water, guest drinks water, they need more. We take the cup off the table. Mike would stand at, Mike or Paul would stand at the ice bin and make sure you filled the glass completely full again with ice before you poured the water. That was that was one of the first Because things. they said you were wasting soda or you were wasting water. I once got yelled at because I was charging my phone because I was stealing his electricity. Oh okay? This is how fucking frugal these Dude, motherfuckers were. That guy 
that guy came down like uh so if you've ever worked there if you're familiar he has an office like in the very like top of the place and up the spiral staircase yes and if you're so looming if you're working the upstairs bar you can hear the pitter patter of trouble coming i hate it and just one time like (laughs) i I set up my bar like i got my tv like i'm just kind of hanging like uh, calm before the storm and mike comes out and he just goes like he just flings the door open and he goes ruin and I look over at him, and I'm like, yeah, Mike? And he just kind of looks at me and just shakes his head and runs off. Just yelling to yell. Just yelling to yell. just yelling at me. Just What's you know what? That's nightmare. the perfect story. Let, let's put a cap on our experience there because I've totally derailed yeah, your story. Yeah, we could be here for hours. Wind, wind the clock back. Let's talk again. Ratchet crazy uh, customers. Okay, explain yeah, explain to us what happened that particular night at at Clock. <laughs> yeah, so which like, which honestly, I don't I don't mean to interrupt, but that it, it it truly does, especially what your mom talked about, Steve. The wild cards. We could also have the card of uh, wild and fucking ratchet managers, or coworkers, Owners. or just coworkers. Yeah. You know, I I do think that that is something that we. We like, haven't allowed this category to encompass. We've really focused on customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're right. I think every now and then, man, there's just this elephant in the room personality at the yeah. bar you work at. And you're just like, what is happening? Oh. I, I, have a, I have a story about every owner I've ever worked. Oh. Hey, hey, might not might not be a hey, might not be. A I, I, just yeah. I mean, just because it's the, just because this is fresh off the heels of uh, Barbara's episode. I, I know Steve that you didn't read the book, even though you acted like you did. Uh, but anyway, uh, Barbara, one what, 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 one of her managers, they literally she they literally had a script that they made their bartenders read to the customers mm-hmm. to try and upsell shit like. Oh, before yeah. Yeah. Bef- before you get no, on the road, would you bu- like I- would you like a slice of ooey gooey cheesy pizza? Dude, I had to do that at at um, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. There was literally well, like, yeah, we that's took Buffalo the- Wild Wings though. That's like a corporate establishment. No, no, no. But I see your point. I'm saying like it, it, it's it's wild how one single crazy personality that has yeah. some level of authority can take over a bar. Yeah, they're like, we, oh, we, this this works in telemarketing. Maybe we should export this to our bar staff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we started the show by Rowan and I finding out that apparently our first restaurant gigs were right down the street from each other. You know, he's at Joseph's. I'm at Manny's Family That's Restaurant. That's crazy. I did not. I, I, did you work there? I worked there. My, my first year there was 2004. I was, uh, no, 2003. I was there 2003 to 2006. God, I definitely ran. It was right. It had to be, right? And I was, you know, and I lived right down the street from Joseph's. I had no idea you lived there at the time, which is nuts. nuts. This is off the rails. This is, yeah. yeah, Anyway, I like it though. I like it. (laughs) My first ever restaurant boss was this guy named Yanni Mastromanolis. As Greek as they come, he had a scar literally across his eye, down into his cheek. He looked like a fucking Bond villain. The man was terrifying. (laughs) Sounds like a falconer. uh, Yes, definitely a falconer and dead eyes. (laughs) Never blinked. Just fucking locked in on you. Just looked like at any point, if you fucked up, he would murder you, and they would never find your body. Steve, that was Steve, Steve, get how, how do you think he got that scar? You know, I've wondered for years. I assume it was in some crazy like knife fight at a poker game with his Greek buddies. <laughs> he I'm got the serious. he got the he got the dead man's hand. Dog, and he was a, off a... the bro. He was off the boat. Greek. His son really managed the restaurant the majority of the time, but every now and then Yanni was there. It was just this looming presence where, and he was kind of <laughs> one of those figures like Dracula, where it's like you wouldn't see him, and then he'd just pop up behind you. You'd be like, "Oh, Yanni, hi. How are <laughs> like, you? I'm 13 and I'm terrified." Nosferatu. <laughs> so one of 
of the only times that Yanni ever spoke to me directly because I don't think he actually knew who I was or what my name was the entire time I worked there. But one of the only times he spoke to me directly, it was a late uh, Friday or Saturday night shift. I had just been working there for a month or two. I'm mopping. the One of my duties besides washing dishes was mopping the restaurant at the end of the night. And I, I'll never forget this piece of advice. He walks up to me and he puts his hand on my shoulder and I got really scared. And he goes, he goes, Steve, anyone can piss on the floor and push it around with a stick. But that is not mopping. And then he just turned and we walked away. <laughs> and I was like, am I doing good? Am I doing how, bad? How did I they just, train I... you to mop? Oh, also, I actually have a question for you, Steve, before we move into the next uh, part well, of this. Well, we're not moving into the next one. We haven't even let Rowan tell his story before yet. Before we let yeah. Rowan, Rowan shut your fucking mouth right now, okay? Where's your cat? I'm going to stomp his fucking and, lights and, out. And, <laughs> am, am I supposed to open this gift or not? What? Oh, shut. Mike. What? Chill out. What? In all due time, my friend. Ne okay. Pay no, pay no mind. What gift are you pay talking no mind. about? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, thank you. All right, before I turn the show back over Is to it Rowan, poop? To it's poop, isn't it? Are you guys going to make sent, me open poop? I sent you my putty boogers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rowan, for anybody wondering why we keep saying pussy boogers, I told <laughs> yes, a story. No one has think, any idea. Yes, nope, I don't, think everyone don't say is. Okay, you know, you're right. You're right. Now, Sorry, I, listeners, you had to be here. Yeah. Um, Rowan, where were you 10 years ago when I needed you to actually stomp Mike's cat to death? Because I love that cat, but it what? also had an open... I was yeah, at, you heard me. I was at, don't you ever talk throwing, about Priscilla like that. Throwing up in a right. His, Mike had this cat that had an open wound on its back for two years, and this cat lost Don't his mind. Don't talk about bouncing, her like that. It was bleeding, bouncing around. It was insane. Anyway. I will I, intentionally get dandruff and shake it all over your fucking right house. Don't talk Question about her six, like that. Question six. Ratchet and crazy customers are memorable customers. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about the should people we, Should really we just delete this part out of the fucking podcast? Like Absolutely. The last ten Dang minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Dang Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> this is a six-hour podcast. <laughs> no, we're Deep actually doing pretty good on Natty time, Bose, it couldn't have, on, a, on a day when you're hungover, could you ever imagine it going in? I feel right now. Yeah, I actually I've, feel pretty I finally, good. Yeah. I do feel pretty good. Yeah, because you guys um, are fucking drunk. Duh. Fuck you. Okay. First of all. Salt water crocodile, bitch. First of all. I'm wasted. Um, so, anywho. So, yeah. So, three guys at Clodapub. We're having a good time. High-fiving. And their tab is like... 200 bucks or something like that and i give it to him and i was like this is gonna be fucking fat i get i get it back they left like ten dollars oh so they fucking leave and i'm like those fucking pieces of shit like two hours later uh the one guy comes back in and he's like hey what's up man? and he's the one that paid for it and i was just like hey man you really fucked me on that check like i yes. thought we were like chilling like i gave you like shots and shit and and at this point, he was drunk, and I'm like, and he like didn't know what I was talking about, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude!" So I gave them double birds over the bar, and I'm like, "Fuck you, man! You're a fucking loser." He was with like a chick, and I was like, "Don't even fucking talk to this guy. He's broke as shit." <laughs> oh, yes. So he's, so he's like, "What'd you say?" I was like, "You fucking heard me." So now we're screaming across the bar. I'm. It's Saturday night. We're like four people. Which deep. bar are you at? Upstairs, the big one. Okay, busy bar. Busy bar. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, and if you don't know Colada Pub, all the bars have a name. So there's Glasgow, there's Busy Bar, there's Front Bar, there's Cork Bar. So like Busy Bar is a very specific place in the building. Wait, so. were, yeah, were, we, fact, were, it, it were we keeping, were we keeping the name of the bar out of this? 
No, it's fine because it. All right, yeah, cool. Screw it. Yeah, there's a fight happening there as we speak. So. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. And it's a Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah, a hundred percent. Oh my God, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so, so like, so like, so he's like kind of getting in my face. I go into his. So I, I shove him over the bar, and then he starts coming back. And then, dude, it just turns into just a boxing match. Is we're he just, throwing punches just, over the bar? Dude, we're, lead, we're both leaning over the bar, just taking shots at each other. It's like, like, it's like rock'em sock'em robots. <laughs> it's, it's, such a, it's such a weird fight to have a literal like four foot block of wood in between you, dude. You were just like, I was just. So mad at him, and he was just drunk enough to fight the bartender. <laughs> and then finally, and finally, like, dude, we like piece each other up for like what felt like five minutes, but probably what lasted fifteen seconds. Well, yeah. you say that, but I, I'll tell you, no bouncers getting up to busy bar on, on a Saturday night anytime, anytime soon, anytime soon. Finally, the one of the bouncers see it, and he like rushes over and yokes him out yokes him up and he's like i'm gonna be fucking waiting outside for you and i was like i doubt it dude that's like six hours away. yeah we get out at six in the morning i was like i doubt it bro yeah you don't know this bar we don't we don't close even a even a fast close is like 5 30 okay but, <laughs> hey, but shout out to that guy because we had a good fight like for every one that i got on him he got me back to was him. he was he out there no, fuck no, because he ain't got the stamina. He ain't got the stamina. He's asleep. It's no, he, bitch. In the yeah, he, he probably bitch. went. He probably went back to the place and got laid. That's what happened. No, and you know what? I yeah. Him. Oh yeah, that I girl bet, was like, know. "Fuck yeah, you no, really I took bet it to that bartender." His cock didn't work. I hope. At least that's what I hope <laughs> happened. Come on. Hey, whatever. Don't Good. don't don't you end know. this story with the with with the uh, antagonist getting laid. No. Hey, you know what? No, no, no. Steve, that's, I actually went that's back my and I truth. Had sex okay, that's all <laughs> I gotta say. Him at sex. Yeah. Well. Total uh, twist ending. Rowan. We fell in love. <laughs> and we've been together ever since. And we're, and we're happily married. <laughs> uh, uh, I love Josh. <laughs> you guys are dumb. Oh, man. All right. Um, Go ahead. Keep going. Um, it's your show, bro. And then just like one other like quick like little one. I had a, a girl. Same bar. Same exact bar. Um, she, she got her check and she's like, I'm kind of broke, but I have something better. And I was like, okay. And she... She puts her fist out, like, over a check, and she lets go, and there's just cloth. There's just cloth there, and I was like, oh, maybe she's, like, give me a bag of something Like or drugs, whatever. yeah, yeah. Something. I, I pick it up. It's her fucking panties. Oh, she tried to tip on. me. She tried to tip me in her underwear, and I was like, <laughs> ew. I was like, I was like... I was like, were you just wearing these? And she's like, she's like, yeah, I went I just, to the bathroom she's like, to yeah, take I just, them off to give she's them to like, you. Yeah, I just took them off. And okay. I was like, what? <laughs> it's 85 degrees in here. I have so many follow-up questions. Like, yeah, I, me too. <laughs> Mike, you already know where my head's at. I need yeah, you to describe did, did what this Did you woman sniff them? Like. Did you sniff them? Yeah. Oh, no. I was. Oh, okay, no. That's the obvious first question. question. Did you did sniff I, them? Wait. Did, did you sniff them? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, that was your first mistake. Yeah, Mike no. would have. Mike no, would have dude, fucking. It was, it's just, <laughs> Mike would have snorted the actual panties. He would have no. stuck up his nostrils. I I <laughs> am a feminist. Okay, I don't Mike appreciate that. Mike would that girl right in the bullshit. eye and like, you got any dandruff? I'm not interested in <laughs> panties. Be a lot better. There's a bunch of dandruff. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my question is, can you describe what did this girl look like? Give me her outfit. You know, mm. like. I mean, neither in, 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 a, in a rating of one to ten on the hotness scale. No, 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 no. I want that. I want the one to ten on the hotness scale, and I don't want personality included at all. That's what I want. Well, personality. If you're trying to pay me with your 
lingerie. Like, no, personality is bad. Personality, and and that's not. No, a, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't, <laughs> I, it, there's some ingenuity there. She's getting creative. You know what? You're right. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, if I could have gone back and, uh, like, I mean, needless to say, my mom never met her. <laughs> okay, but what, what what kind of clothes did she wear? I'm trying to get a beat. Uh, she was like white trash. She was like a white okay. trash. Yeah, okay, like a white trash. How tall chair. are we talking? Uh, maybe like five five or okay, something yeah, like no, that. Yeah. Um, but blonde you, you, brunette. Uh, uh, pff, shit, man. I think like had like some like gross highlights or something okay. like that. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, she was sense. wearing she was wearing a. A Fox Motorsport hoodie. Oh, that okay. Gives you that All right, that's that's yeah, the, I'm kind of turned on right fishing. now. And, and, and if you're a girl listening that's wearing that right now, you're gross. Yeah, I know the exact. <laughs> I know the exact. Listen, as somebody that grew up in Hartford County, as somebody that grew up in Hartford County, I know the exact girl uh, yeah. you're the talking about. Et, the white etnies. She had. She has her bleach blonde. She might have had the skunk look, right? The dark yeah, yeah, hair yeah, with the bleach like, blonde streaks. She has her Fox hoodie. She's wearing Osiris uh-huh. fucking sneakers yeah. and skinny. Yeah, she, like, she would I be, know this girl. Her she, boyfriend's name is Derek. He like he drives he drives like a uh, like a Scion TC or like maybe slam. like ooh, a WRX. Slam. Definitely a WRX. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I know this girl. For sure. Yeah, she's the girl that would have dated the guy that uh, I was fighting over the bar. She's really into <laughs> Travis Pastrama. You know that kind of oh, thing. Pastrami. Travis Pastrami. Travis Pastrami for sure. What uh, um, what kind okay. of what kind of what kind of panties were they? Were they G-string? Were they lingerie? It was like a, it was like a black lace kind of cheeky. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like that. Now, I, I like a little, a little bit of fabric over the cheeks. I really now do. Now I know, I know I she told sexy. you, I know she told you that she went and took them off and like, because you said you asked her, but like, do you think that she might actually just be one of these type of women that like, she goes to the bar with, she has like pair six of pairs of panties pocket. in her she purse. She has 30 pairs of panties yeah. in her <laughs> I didn't bring any money, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, honestly, ladies listening, that'd probably work on a lot of people. Yeah. So maybe give it a go. Jesus I don't know. Christ. Just li- I, did, I had a girlfriend at the time. So also I do yourself a, a favor. <laughs> it might've worked that night, even with a girlfriend, if you didn't have your Fox hoodie on, that was your mistake. That was the, that was the big mistake. Hey, honestly, you, right honestly you know what? You just weren't my type. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, uh, what what a gentleman. I'm, I'm glad we dug a little bit farther into that. Now, I'm uh, classy. What bar were you working at at that point in Colada for that story? Do you remember? Busy bar again. Yeah, busy bar again. Okay, yeah. damn. That's an aggressive move at busy bar. There's a lot of eyes on that transaction. Dude, but people are so caught up in what they're doing. They like, really it's, are. It's, it, it's that so place gets busy. that place gets DJ fucking gnarly. Playing old time road in like your ears at like <laughs> max volume. We're gonna take now. it home to the old town road. We're gonna. Right till I can no more. <laughs> so, quick, quick question: What could have changed the uh, situation for you if she would have noticeably taken the panties off, like if she was wearing? Like a if skirt. she had like a jean skirt on, and she yeah, just and if she would have right taken them it? off and then put them on the bar, would that have that changed? That actually would have been a anything? little more dramatic. That'd be pretty cool. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. That'd be pretty then, cool. I'm then, such a good bartender, she, I make panties she, drop. And then she uh, puts them on her thumb and pulls them back. <laughs> and snaps them in your face. It would actually be great if before she did that, she was like, uh, can I borrow a pen? I've only had chlamydia And then she twice. takes her panties off, she signs them, and then kisses them with her lipstick as her signature and just hands them to you. It was that would be epic. Oh, Steve, <laughs> your, your mom is going to love this fucking episode, let me tell God, you. You know what? Do me a favor. Only release this on the Patreon. She she doesn't no, I can't pay for this. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
<laughs> Lisa, stop listening. It's only going to get I'm worse. Sorry, I'm sorry, Steven's mom. Thanks for uh, letting him come out and play, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, want you all, hanging all out with do, that. All, all I have to say to Steven's mom is it's your fault. It is. She birthed this. Yeah. Okay. Question number seven. Fights, arrests, and fires. Rowan, tell us about when shit pops off and people need to lock in. What happens? Do they fold? Does crazy shit happen? Tell us about that. Uh, so I have one where I was kind of the dickhead. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of kind of changing it up. I was in a fight. I might have been the problem. I was at horse in uh, Fells Point. Yikers. I was at, I was at horse the old in horse you came in on mm-hmm. uh, down in Fells Point, uh, Baltimore. If you guys aren't familiar, shout out, great bar. Yeah. Shout out, Sid Borchman. Uh, uh, we had yeah, her episode, on uh, what, for four? I think episode four. Yeah, yeah, hey, old school, love old love school it. shit. Yeah, love it. I, I think I picked a. I think I. Well, yeah. I mean, we were kind of both running our mouth. It was like a double negative, but like I think the guy had a little bit more pool there, and it's like, okay, this guy's getting. Were you there. a customer at this? Yeah, I'm being a customer. In, in yeah, this I'm story, being a customer. Okay. And uh, I'm chirping back at him, and it finally gets, like, physical enough where, like, a bouncer comes up and uh, is like, hey, man, you got to go. And I was like, this guy's being a dickhead. I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. And they're like, come on, dude. And uh, another bouncer comes up, and they kind of had me both both arms. And I thought I was in so in the right that I was like, I'm not going to make this guy's life easy. So I go completely limp. <laughs> they had me at both arms, and, and I'm not even drunk. Oh, I, I know that move. I'm not You're not drunk. even like, drunk. I'm like three beers in, and I was just like, I was like, this is horseshit. So I go completely limp. I, I make them drag me out. That like makes it feet, so much better. My feet are so far behind me because I'm just having them drag me out. I love this. I love it. Yeah. I love that, um, uh, you know, I, I love that there's belligerence, but then there's also like just, and I'm, I'm, I'm searching for the vocabulary word, uh, just um, when you're being like stubborn. When you get to that point, you're like three drinks in. It's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going down with this fucking ship. Um, I'm going to be this kind of stubborn. I, The idea of making yourself, like, that's like a Michael Scott kind of move. Like, I'm going to go fully limp. <laughs> yeah. Your ass is going to have to drag me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't even get It's I, indignance. That's I'm what it is. I'm it's also always kind of trying to, like, look for a joke. You know, yeah. if I can get a laugh out of anybody, know how dire the situation. That's your advantage. That's your secret weapon, yeah. right? So yeah. even for that, I was like, no, and I just go completely limp. And my friends that were there said it was one of the funniest things they've seen. <laughs> <laughs> my lifeless, my lifeless body get drug out of the place. Carry me out. Yeah. yeah. I I also feel like there's an iteration of your life here where you're the guy that like. You know, chains himself to a tree to save that tree just because you think it's funny. Yeah, only but but my pants are down. Any other ones for this category? Because so fires we know are very well, prevalent. I have a fire story. Thank God. I have. I knew a fire you might. Story. We do on, honestly on this podcast. We're at what like fifty-two episodes now. We have very few actual fire stories. So bring yeah, it on. It, you know, and it's surprising. Well, I mean, and well, good. I mean, good. No, okay. yeah. no, I disagree. Right. Yeah, I good. want. Yeah, there should be more house fires. I yeah, well, <laughs> bar fires. I mean, I don't want. I want these bars to survive and be successful. But I also like a few of them. The well, you like a good story. Yeah, well, sure. And I'd like a few of them. There's They're a shirt. I have a short list. I have a short, a short list of a few. I'd, you know, I'd like to see burned to the ground. But that's again a podcast for another. Same. Time. I've been talking about a couple of them. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's I, a joke, people. Yes, strictly a joke. Actually, can we let's scrub that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll scrub yeah, that. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> or rim shot in, make it louder. Um, 
again, I was a dishwasher at Joseph's Country Inn. Okay. And there is this um, chef there, Jay. Jay is the man. I love Jay. God bless him. I hope Authentic you're Authentic German. Uh, I, no, he was <laughs> as Dundalk as you can get. Oh, Working at Joseph's? I, or wherever he was from, but wow. he was he okay. was a hood dude. Like Got he was it. a cool he's a cool guy. I love Jay. Um, but he's smoking a cigarette and he's going around cleaning the walls. He has a wet uh, metal scrubby. And I'm watch I'm watching him work and he's like singing, rapping or whatever, smoking a cig. And he goes to clean the electrical socket with a metal wet scrubby. I've never seen so many sparks <laughs> out of a gentleman in my entire life. Like, I mean, it was an explosion in his hand because he's scrubbing a fucking electrical socket with, with a, with a, with a metal. wet metal. I, could you think of a more conductive material no. in your entire life? He might, as, he might as well have tried to light his cigarette with, uh, with fucking lighter fluid. If, it, if that cigarette was out, it would have been lit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then, so then after that, smoke starts coming out of the um, out of the socket, and we're all like, "Uh, uh oh, uh oh, fuck!" And then like, oh, like we see like a couple more sparks, and I see one little flash of fire, and then it was out, and then we just pretended like we never saw it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that that was it. Do but we think that any electrician was called to, you no. know, no, 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 no. no. Um, if I can sidebar, I have another funny story about Jay. By all means. Um, Jay seems like a character. The guy who's smoking cigarettes indoors while he's scrubbing electric panels. Uh, yeah. From yes. Dundalk, which, again, we've talked a little bit about Dundalk on the show, but if you're not from Baltimore, it, it's so crazy because it's hard to describe Dundalk. It's, it, in one sense, it is now considered to be this, like, yeah, this white trash, blue-collar area outside of Baltimore. The other thing about Dundalk is that you need to understand is it's on the water, right? Like historically it's people that were dock workers. They were boaters. They were fishermen. Again, a very blue collar job. Fucking crabbers. Yeah. But there's a certain sort of person like that. Like it's all, you know, there was, there used to be that show about like the people that were like catch gators down in Louisiana. Yeah. Swamp and, like, people. All, yeah, yeah, and there was all those, like, Creole people. These are, like, Baltimore's version of, like, fucking Creole people, yeah. okay? The other thing about Dundalk is it is literally, literally because Baltimore is a seaport city. You know, it's the land of pleasant living, but it's right on, on the Chesapeake Bay. It is in the fucking city, right? So it's also, like, a mashup of, like, very urban living and very, like, urban people. So there's also, over the years, a lot of people that work there that are not, quote-unquote, like like dock worker, fisherman, blue collar, but they're more just like, you know, struggling. Basic white trash. Not just white trash though, but that's what I'm saying. Like every ethnicity also infused into it. So it's this, it's this weird melting pot of a neighborhood where like the people (laughs) from Dundalk are tough as nails, but there's also like this thing like that. They're kind of, kind of like the wonderful whites of West Virginia where they, they live like rock stars because not a lot of people can like, raise themselves out of Dundalk because it's just so insane to live there. This might be a weird time to bring up that I have no clue if he was from Dundalk. Right. You just give me that vibe. But I got to say, that is a very specific vibe. So, like, I understand why you described okay. him that way. No, no, I totally get it. I There have been people in my life where I'm not sure if they're from Dundalk, but they gave me 
the Dundalk vibe. And again, I like people from Dundalk. I can't say it enough. And there are plenty of no. great people. Oh, yeah. no, Nothing yeah. wrong with the area at all. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it has area. a certain brand. And I'm trying to explain that to people that A, have never hey, been to hey, Baltimore. Hey, guess what, guys? We're, we're, guess what? We're all on the same team. That's what yeah, you got to yeah. understand. So anyway, tell us more about Jay uh, from so, Dundalk. Yeah, Jay's, Jay's great. Not from Dundalk. Or maybe. I don't know. Um, so we're working. And somehow he got his hands on a mortar. You know, like the 4th of July shoots up. Yeah. Bit, a large firework. But we don't have the tube for it. So he crafts a mortar tube out of a cardboard box. Okay, this he's from Dundalk, dude. That's <laughs> Dundalk behavior right there. Yeah, if you've ever, this sounds like a like a Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> if if you've you ever made a mortar tube yeah, out no. of out of a cardboard box, you might be a redneck. You might be from Dundalk. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Um, so, so how does that go? So, um, so you're familiar with Joseph's, right? Oh, yeah. extremely. Okay, so Which you is know now out, acapellas, by the way. So, so you know out back, like how, no, actually, uh, it's Black Force Tap House. Sorry. sorry yes. Um, excuse me. Yeah. No, yeah. All good. Uh, so, out back, like where like all the parking is, there's a grassy area. Yep. Maybe the size of like a basketball court, tennis court, basketball court, yeah. something like that. Yep. Yeah. Not not a huge space. And it's the at the end of the night we just got done cleaning and he's like all right let's let, let's light this puppy also surrounded by woods yeah yeah important very important heavily, yeah. piece of information to share heavily wooded area um, but to be fair like the fitment of the mortar in the tube was solid it was like <laughs> actually like truth be told I thought nothing of it I was like this, I was like this will work again again as I'm trying to describe Dundalk also very Dundalk. Their ideas might be crazy, but they pull them the fuck off, dude. Like they're that kind of they're that kind of person. <laughs> yeah, I, I was convinced. I was I mean, while yeah, I was a dipshit in high school, you know, my yeah. frontal lobe wasn't completely uh, formed, <laughs> formed yet, yeah. but I thought he had it. So it's me, Jay, and two other chefs, and I mean we are ten feet away from this box that he's like created. He lights it. We step back a little bit. And, I mean, there's still customers inside the restaurant. Like, we're not completely closed. It's just, like, wrapping up. Like, there's still people in the bar. He lights it. We take a couple steps back. Tss, funk. And it, the mortar maybe shoots out about a foot out of the tube. <laughs> and we just go, oh, shit. And, like, before you could do that, this boom. And an explosion. Like, 30 feet away from the building there's like fireballs shooting against people's cars <laughs> like past us like, no, i've seen i've like, seen i've seen this video on youtube yeah goddamn yes, yeah terry got 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 goddamn <laughs> bootleg fireworks no i know yeah, yes literally yeah and we we're like oh my god and we all ran inside like we were fucking 12 years old uh, and like like you know, and that, that was insane like and nobody nobody said anything was this during business hours like the kitchen was closed but yes the, the bar, bar was, was still open, open. <laughs> like imagine being a customer walking out and being like what are these hooligans oh my god <laughs> See, I expect that sort of behavior at a Das Beer Hall, but not at a Joseph's. Uh, a five-star restaurant? It was five-star. Was it really? Well, by the time I got there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That's outstanding. Let's keep it moving. Question number eight, the Ocho, okay? Originally, it was just sex stories, okay? But, Mike, we have expanded this category. Explain how. Oh, yeah. It's just sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. This uh, industry brings so many people together. There's a lot of friction in the trenches. 
But then also there's, you know, a lot of places that play music. There's a lot of rock and roll. There's a lot of drugs that happen. You know, there's, you know, any bartender or a service industry worker is encountered by drugs on a daily basis. So we just want to hear about that sex, drugs and rock and roll. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, certain bars that I've worked at, like, I mean, you just walk into a bathroom and you'd find a bag on the floor. Yeah. You know, that's just, <laughs> that was like par for the course. That, you know, happens quite a bit. But uh, one of the most punk rock things that I've seen, like, I was working at Clotta. Do you remember the disco ball that hung uh, at Busy Bar upstairs? Of course. So, yeah. so how high would you say that disco ball was up in the air? It was up in there. 12 to 15 feet. Yeah. Like, hang, hung by a heavy-ass chain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had some weight to it. Yeah. So I was I was working again like a busy Saturday night. I'm uh, I'm down in like the beer cooler, and then all of a sudden, just boom, and cups are flying past me. Like, I, I you could have told me Gallagher came out and <laughs> smashed a watermelon right by my face, and I would have believed you. Like, there was just so much debris and chaos. I look up, <laughs> and the disco ball is sitting right in front of me. The disco ball <laughs> chain had snapped and. Like right in front of me, right under the bar, right like like didn't bounce like I mean it just like you would think the bar's made of sand. It just sat. Dog, was it one of those moments in time where you all looked at each other like the scene from Sandlot and and you're like that's an omen, Benny. That's <laughs> an omen. <laughs> I I wish it was like that much. Um, shout out Iceman. Iceman just picks it up and takes it in the back. Like nothing ever happened. Of course, nobody said anything to me. Like I thought I like tripped it like mike, I thought... mike you know why they call him the Iceman, right oh yeah we've talked about this motherfucker on the podcast before he's on billboards and yeah, shit he's been brought up a hundred yeah he's been brought up a bunch of times he's a local celebrity yeah he's a local celebrity here's the thing about Iceman: he's the coolest customer at all times always and yes uh that is the thing that is i mean that's why you earn a nickname like that is because you are always baseline and yeah, I mean, hats off to that guy. I, it, you know, when shit pops off, that's the type of guy you want in the trenches with you. Um, Mike, I love that you use that line. My, 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 que my question is, is uh, Rowan going to help yeah, us he, get the ice man on? It surprise me that he was the one that stepped into action. <clears throat> Rowan, are you going to help us get the ice man on the I podcast? Mean, I, can, I can get ice. I can get ice man. On, I can get uh, ice. Well, have, you I, haven't I, yet. I don't have a lot of pool. There. I got, I, I get. Dog, I can get Iceman on. The problem is that Iceman works doubles seven days a week. That's yeah. that's the and thing he, about. I don't him. want to hear about and, that um, bullshit. He lives we'll get him on a Monday. And he, a, and he has a lovely he has a lovely girlfriend, and they uh, they cherish their time. Shout out to those two. Yeah, she's go to, go to Pappas. Go she's to Pappas. been on the show. Oh, really? It's been on the show. Oh, no shit. All yeah. right. Well, shout out. Uh, shout wait, Iceman yeah, is with. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Iceman is is with. Well, I don't want to put anybody's business out there. Correct. Okay, so no, that's fine. Okay, cool. So he's coming on the show. That's awesome. What? Sweet. <laughs> what a weirdo. Why did you yeah, make that yeah, so we're, awkward we're, right there? We'll scrub that. We'll scrub that, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm going to need you to, I'm gonna need you to blur, blank that name out, okay? <laughs> Which one? Just because you made that so weird. I, I'm not the, trying to make it weird. I want Iceman on the show. He, he saying... sounds, Iceman sounds so cool. I want to have him on the show. I don't know who the fucking guy is. Okay. All right, let's slow down, Goose. Okay, let Maverick take the show back over. <laughs> okay, you get it. You're like, getting a little squirrely. Uh -huh. right? he, he calls That's me Goose. Good... He calls me Goose because he hopes I die during the flight. That's why he says that. 
No, I and call then, you, and I, then and then your son's gonna blame you in the next movie. Yeah, I, I call you goose <laughs> because I dream about strangling you like Tom <laughs> did on the side of the road with that duck. Now I have That's to edit that name goose. out too. So thanks for the extra editing, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Dirty um, Tom. Tom, dirty, dirty Tom. Whatever. Um, all right. <laughs> That God is an incredible sex, drugs, and rock and roll story. I love that story. Um, do you have any more for this category? Um, I got, I got one other story. Give us the other one. Um, once again, I'm uh, at Quada Pub, and so working the small bar upstairs, right? Um, Glasgow, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you have to open like those windows, you have to go oh, outside. I know, dude. So, uh, I guess let me try to explain this. So. We have these uh, walk-through windows. It's a beautiful old building. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going to say that. It is, it is a... It really is historic. Yeah. I won't spend any money there, but I do suggest somebody else go check you it out. You should go. You should go. As much shit as we talk, you should go. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm allowed back in. I love Cork Bar. It's a cool bar. So there's these big swinging windows, but the thing is the latch is on the outside of the building and this is on the second floor. So what you have to do is climb over these three bars that are about four feet tall, something like that. So you have to climb over and then you're essentially on a catwalk. And if you fall, you're going to fall off the second story onto the sidewalk in Can Square. Yeah, and you're gonna break something, <laughs> or you're gonna break your noodle, and then that's it. You like know, you're, like if you're falling off of that, like even if you land on your legs, you're fucked. Like it's like for it's sure bad news. And Mike Clark will probably say because you were outside the building when it happened that there's no workers' comp for that shit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. So anywho, so I'm working. I'm working there. I got him open. I'm back in, and it's like later in the night, and uh, two friends of mine come in, and they're like, "Do you want to do some shrooms?" And it's a it's a late Sunday, and Sunday days are super busy because of like the Ravens and everything. You're jamming, but late night, it's you're dead. Like you are dead upstairs. Like I wouldn't see people for four hours. So I was like, I'll take a cap. <laughs> um, hits me a, a little bit harder than I expected. It's time <laughs> to close up. Now, hey Rowan, time to time close to close the Time to close the windows. <laughs> yeah, I'm like shook. So I get out there, I close the windows, and I, and, or uh, I get out there, and I'm like, I'm like kind of looking, and it's nice out, I'm kind of having a fun time, and then it all kind of hits me, and I freeze. And I'm like, I can't get back inside. You're twisted. I'm like, I can't get back inside. So I am outside on that catwalk Jesus for Christ. what felt like an hour, probably like about like 10 minutes or something, but like 10 minutes. I was out yeah. there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I finally psyched myself up enough to be like, I have to climb back in this bitch or I'm going to be stuck out there forever. <laughs> so I finally get back in. I, I finally get back inside and I'm just like sweating out. And the other bartender that was upstairs was like, where the fuck have you been? Like, why isn't your bar broken down? And I was like, ah, I, I don't know. I'm slacking. <laughs> and that was the excuse to get you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, uh, that's that's trippy. That's not the place you want to be whoa. when you're starting to lose your faculties. It's yes. a great view, though. I mean, it was <laughs> it nice. It is like, a nice view. When I was enjoying it, I was enjoying it a lot. Until and then reality yeah, sets until, in. Until yeah. the scaries came uh, filing yeah. in. So how did the rest of the ni- that night play out? It, it was at the end of the night, so I was done. So I just had to pack up my, uh, pack up my shit, close down the bar, and then I was out of there. But, but you weren't tripping still at the end? No, I definitely was. 
Yeah. yeah, but 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 cleaning a bar and tripping is no, just... No, I finally just, like, psyched myself up enough to, like, be like, okay, I got to fucking go back and, like, I need to, like, do that. I need to do yeah. I just got stuck. Like, I just got, like, shook enough where I was just, like... So fro- common. I was frozen. I so was common frozen. in that state of mind. You get so locked into what you're doing. I mean, honest to God, I don't want to bring up the DOS uh, holiday party from this year. But I, I do. <sighs> we haven't talked about it on the show yet. Ooh. Do you want to dive into... Dude, I took so many mushrooms, I was in the movie Tron. <laughs> I was literally in the movie Tron. Everybody was made of light. I was, you know, Jeff Bridges and I were hanging out. It, it was fucking gnarly, dude. It was, it was not, I mean, it was not the atmosphere to be that high on shrooms. You know what the crazy <laughs> thing is? I've done mushrooms a lot of times, and I love psilocybin. I think it's the greatest thing other than cold beer, weed, and pussy. Um, <laughs> God but, damn it. Uh, I, I will tell you that um, every time I've ever done shrooms... It is a planned communal activity. Let's do shrooms as a squad, as a team, or if you're just doing it individually, do it individually. Yeah, not when you're at work. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah, that sounds like a smart plan. (laughs) Well, what we decided to do that night, which is, I think, something that we all need to um, just admit, is I've never heard of 30 people doing shrooms 20 minutes set apart. It was like I kept walking up to people and like, do you want to do some mushrooms? And be like, oh, no, I already did them with somebody else yes. 30 minutes ago. Yes. And I had that conversation like eight times. And I kept and then I started to realize there's a lot of people here not on the same trip plan, right? Like dude, they are all it's like a bunch out. dude, it was like a bunch of planes that took off on a runway, like 30 different seconds times. apart, <laughs> yeah. all all crashing into each other in the air. It was I, it was a fever dream on wheels. It was terrible. It, tru- it truly well, I had a good time. I had a great time too. <laughs> I had a good time. But so it's funny, so like I took a little bit of microdose. So I Ubered there. I Ubered uh, to Dos because I was like, I'm not fucking driving, I'm not touching my keys. Yeah. Um, so I took a microdose like right before I hit the Uber because I was like, by the time I get there, it's going to be like kicking in and I'm going to yeah. be like right where I need to be. So I thought I'm just on this trip by myself and then I get to Das and then everybody's doing the same thing. Dog, I it couldn't was wild. believe it. It was wild. I think the point that I realized, so I left early. I was the first one to leave because I was tripping so, so intensely hard. And I think the moment that really set me over the edge is, I was tripping really hard. It was becoming physical to where I was like melting. Like yeah. I could not yeah. keep my body up. Like I, I was like, I, I need to like lay or I need to be outside. And so I go out on the outside deck and clunk came out and just like sit with me and like, we're talking and I'm like going in and out of bouts of like, tripping like, and s- uh, yeah, like trying to understand what I'm seeing and what I'm unpacking and like really understand like, okay, am I okay? Am I not Okay. And actually, it, while I enjoyed being outside, it was the worst place to be because I was looking in through the deck windows, and you all looked like fish in a fish oh, tank. It was, wow. I was, I, and it was just like tripping me out, right? So anyway, I get my comes up to me, or sorry, the lady comes up to me, and and she ends up being like, "All right, I think it's time to go," and I'm like, "Fine." And right when she says that, I get and like my a, mom. I get I get a reality <laughs> check, and I and 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 I'm like, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I, I I'm okay, and like I have a moment where on the on the mushrooms, I like kind of like sober up, and I go walking back inside, and as I walk inside, I see two things: I see Sunday Steve on the bar on all fours in a suit 
And Heelys, and if you're not familiar with Heelys, they're shoes oh, that man. have roller skates built into them. And he has he has a panda mask on his head, and he looks like Hannibal Lecter from the fucking Silence of the Lambs movie. And he's on all fours on the bar. And I'm just like, what is this evil? And then I look right to the left of him, and there's a baby. Like an actual infant baby. There was a Ready for there sacrifice. There was a baby there. There was a real human baby, and I was like, I got to go. Get me out of here. I cannot be here anymore. By the way, Mike, while you were gone uh, doing whatever you were doing, I accidentally said I wasn't a name gone. I wasn't what are you talking to. about? Yeah, well, I accidentally said a name I wasn't supposed to, so you're going to have to bleep that. Oh, out. that's fine. Um, also, I've always wanted... Bleep a, this. I've, al <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted a pair of Heelys. I saw the kids <laughs> okay. just... Just rolling down the, the sidewalk with them, and I was like, that's fucking cool Dude, as they're shit. they're pretty attainable, man. Like, they're pretty <laughs> I'm attainable. too old Mike, for I'm that shit. You, I'm not, I'm not uh, breaking. No. I'm, Dude, I'm no. getting you Heelys for Christmas. On, I am not, I'm not, I I'm not breaking my wrist. At this age, for dude, a fucking set of Heelys. Heelys dude, you're a fucking pussy. That's dude. fucking metal. <laughs> no, that's metal. If you, no, it's not. That's metal. No, it's not. <laughs> that is metal. Uh, Fuck listeners, you, Rowan. Co comment, comment below if you think breaking yeah. your wrist on Heelys is metal. Would you rather <laughs> break your wrist on Heelys or drink this. a dog piss margarita? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! What all a right. ridiculous Question episode. Question number. Wait, actually. Before we get into this next question, okay, I have a gift for you guys. Whoa, Mike, do you have your gift? Yeah, I have my fucking gift. What is what is happening? Did you mail Mike something? Mike has something from me. Did you? And I also. I'm what is sure happening right poop. now? So also, what so is on, happening so right nobody, now? Nobody talk. Why is that wrapped? I'm pretty I can't, sure it's I gotta, poop. Hold on. I have a gift. What is I, this? I have a gift for you guys, but it's also very important to me that you guys open this at the same time. So don't look. So so here. So, so what so is here. this? So all right. Did you, so I'm how gonna, did you oh, get his address? No, 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 how did you down. even get his address? It doesn't matter. I'm gonna count down to three, and on three, I want you guys to open okay. it. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, you fucking get, son of a bitch. Get, get fucking and bring it in and bring us and bringing us to it. our ninth question, boys and girls. It's hazing pranks and games. I fucking been orchestrating I just oh yeah. Uh, you're I just iced you. I just iced I, I just iced You're a real piece of work. Are you kidding me? How are you fucking kidding me? How did what you do that? this? I've been fucking, me and the lady have been orchestrating this for this a This is bullshit. Are you, you even, I, I, I didn't even know you were allowed to send this in the mail. Rowan, How'd you get this? I, I just Rowan, made this. This is yeah. lukewarm, you piece of shit. What well, is, I mean, how, what am I how, supposed to do with that? Okay. All right. Okay. Rowan, fine. Oh, fine. So, uh, fine. So for okay. anybody that doesn't know what's going on right now, yeah. I fucking iced Mike and Steve. Oh my God. You fucking cocksucker. Okay. Fine. Incredible. Rowan, fine. Wait, listen. Get your goddamn phone out and record this shit, you yeah, piece of yeah, fucking yeah, 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 trash. Of course, of course, of course. I mean, you gotta admit, what a fucking move. Mike, the whole thing. I, Mike, the no, whole, I've gotta the hand whole it to thing. you. This is, this is pretty good. This is pretty this good. This is epic. This is epic. The whole All fucking right. thing, Mike. Ready? You ready? Right. Cheers, yeah. buddy. Cheers, you piece of shit. God damn it. <laughs> fucking get iced on your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make I me can't choke. Wait. I can't wait. And listen. I love her to death, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I can't wait till this bitch gets home. I, I'm not only going to like scold her for her evil 
like little backdoor fucking dealings that she's doing with Rowan to set us up on this? Wow, you you chug like a bitch, dude. This is um, taking a while. But I will also. Hey, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Finish whoa. that bad boy. Yeah, finish that bad boy. But I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell whoa. you. The second I see the lady, I'm gonna high five her. What a badass, dude! And how about a transition? What deal was this? Oh God. I Where's hate you so much. How about a transition into our number nine question? God damn it! What I, a second. Okay, no, take, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You hold your goddamn horses. I'm calling Justin right now. Why? Justin's because Justin is the one who delivered Justin, this evil Justin's to. Justin's in on it. Justin's oh, Justin totally is in on it. it. You're so right. How did right. I not know that? Of course. This is a this is a lady and Justin special right here. Oh my god. Okay. I well can, played, sir. You, fuck, you fucking fool. Put him on speaker. Put him well on speaker. Played. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks for that nice gift you brought me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you piece <laughs> of fucking shit, man. All right, well, oh, well played, well man. played. I, I, yeah. Um, hats, it. hats God off to you. Do you have any, Do you have anything to say to the people? Hey, shout out to Justin. Um, I'd like to thank the academy. For <laughs> Who? Out to award me with this. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll talk later. Okay. All right. You motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I mean. Okay. I mean, dude. <laughs> well, okay. Well played. You're a piece of fucking shit. Epic. Dog. I love it. But fuck you, motherfucker. Dog. How many times have somebody been iced from states away? <laughs> sure. You did that well. Yeah. Uh, so the funny thing is too. Uh, earlier today, Justin brought me a gift, and he told me, he was like, I worked really hard on this, which, by the way, Justin has actually given me some very meaningful gifts in my life, like handcrafted gifts, so I did, I had no idea what it was. It's not out of the ordinary for him to give you a gift. It, I was, I, but I was like, what is this? He was like, well, we, we worked really hard on this. I'm like, okay, but then I forgot that gift at the shop today. I came back here for the episode tonight. And he came up with another <laughs> gift. And then I was suspicious. Because at wow. that point... Wow. The backdoor dealings. I'm seeing the text message thread between the three <laughs> of them showing, right I'm now. I'm showing Steve, this me, is insane. and the ladies text right now. This is insane. <laughs> I've been plotting. You yeah, have been you plotting. fucking have. The other, I... thing, the other thing that you need to understand is like... The way that you played this out is so perfect for two important, two very important reasons. One, I am so ADHD. I am oftentimes like not very thoughtful. I, I'm like so in my own world and I'm like so doing my own thing. Yeah, I'm I've a, heard. I'm a terrible <laughs> gift giver. I've always, always have been. I like experiences over physical gifts. If you would have given that to me early... Right, like if you wouldn't have hit it in your backpack and like had it ready for the question, I would have been so suspicious. I probably would have figured it. I, I probably my brain would have like. Oh, uh, he loves he loves talking himself up like I that. I would have figured it out. The other thing, the second thing you need to know is that Mike is one of the greatest gift givers of all time. He's notorious. Mike loves to thoughtfully and and like think about a person. Consider who they are. Give them a really special gift. Write them a note. He is notorious in our friend group for being one of the best gift givers. And so him receiving that, he wouldn't think anything of it. Dude. His thing no, would be like, oh, I was, no, I was curious. Remember, the first thought I had was that Steve gave me something nice, and then I felt bad for not 
having something nice for Steve. But then, that would like never I said, happen. but then, like that I said, I, I accidentally left that gift at work today when we recorded with Chow, which will be released in May. And also, I'm getting a fucking penalty for this episode. I know it's already Does coming. Does that mean that there's another ice waiting for you tomorrow when <laughs> there you're is, the There is. No, it's a, <laughs> I'm not going to ice better, that. You but better then, video that then, one. You better chug then it a little tonight, before we before we recorded, and Justin kept telling me, he's like, I worked really hard on this gift. And I'm like, okay. I, I, I felt <laughs> like I felt put on the spot. But then he brought it to to me tonight and i was like okay is this like poop is there poop in here and i was fucking right <laughs> god damn it it was fucking poop but uh god damn it good job good job Liquid you motherfucker so piece good. of I, shit i can't I, I can't tell you how fucking smitten i am with myself about well that. you know <laughs> no, what you just did. go ahead you deserve it see you deserve how, it <laughs> see you how, how you've now daddied the show okay <laughs> take it away I, daddy I, I, I tried take to it away and bring, question number nine and bringing us to question number nine he introduced his own question. And games. God damn it. And I mean, <laughs> enough said. I mean, yeah, enough category said. closed. <laughs> I mean, I fucking turned this whole bitch on its head. <laughs> I, I was a little nervous because I was like, I am a guest, and it is kind of rude. There are no rules. No, there that are was no rules that was perfect. I look, I need to be clear. Fuck you, you piece of fucking shit. <laughs> but that was good. You, you got well, it. Go, you know what he said? on me because now I have uh, five fucking uh, ices in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't worry about it. I've only, yeah, you know don't... like that saying where it's like when you point your finger, there's uh, four, four, <laughs> four, four fingers pointing back. Yeah, that's right, truly yeah. What's, ha- yeah, that's really what's happening to me right now. All you right, know let's, so funny? let's move on with the gauntlet. We enough, will, we will. Before, enough gratifying before, this fucking pig right here. Let's know, move on. But right Mike, now. I got it. I got it. Well, it was before we started. Um, <laughs> I and when I when we when we uh, were talking Not about the show me, before we actually turned on the mics, <laughs> one of the things that Rowan actually said to me is, "Have I ever met Mike before? Have I ever met him?" And I said, "No, you haven't." And he gave me this cheeky grin as if, well, I'm going to meet him tonight. You know, like, <laughs> like he knew something I didn't know, you know? You're going to be seeing me in your sleep, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Any other hazing pranks and games in your service industry? No, I, 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 I just hit a home run. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Should, should, we, we should just end the podcast right here. Yeah. Have That's a good night, people. Bump. Fuck off, as <laughs> yeah. always. Yeah. That's an ad-lib. <laughs> Was that that a Seinfeld transition right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, question number 10, firing and quitting stories, or as we affectionately call this category... Fuck you, Rowan. Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) getting 86. My apologies. I'm getting fired off the podcast. (laughs) For sure. Um, I mean, like, like getting fired, like, I've been, like, too drunk behind a bar, and Amanda's been like, Rowan, you're done, kid. Like, yeah. you know, hey, you've pitched, you've pitched a great five innings, but you just gave up 12 runs. Yeah. Like, it's, it's time to, it's time to, you know, I've, I've been in that same scenario. I've been removed from plenty of places. The one that hurts the most is from Pip, you know? Ooh. There's just such a disappointment in his eyes when he tells you, you gotta hang up the cleats, buddy. Because he's so sweet. Yes. Yeah, do he's people, got. Do the listeners know, you know who Pip is? Uh, we haven't really talked to anything about Pip on the show. I've tried to ask him if he wanted to come on. It's been a you know tease, but we haven't really talked much about Pip. It's just the thing about him is, and everybody knows this if you know Pip, he's such a teddy bear. Like he's, he's so cute and adorable, and he's got that big smile, and he's so happy and positive yeah, all the time. I, he's a golden retriever. Yeah, I see him, and I want to go- hug him. Yeah, yeah, everybody does. He's a golden retriever. He's wonderful, and he's like one of the people that like makes this business go. 
He has just such a great energy about him. And, like, when you've disappointed him, you know, he's going to be really kind about it, but it hurts, man. It hurts. It, it's a, it's a, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's a real yeah, tough which, one. you know, Ooh. we all know, like, one. that's what fucking... Mike, you've been smoking the same cigarette for, oh. I want to say, okay. three hours. I don't appreciate you calling me out like that, especially after the ice. Oh. Mike, okay. I can't tell if you're on a delay because of your bad internet or because or you're, you're wasted, wasted and you need to get penalized. Ice. Oh, wait, right. it's like the said, second I'm, one. I'm That's a, right. I'm getting a punishment for this episode. That's yeah, fine. I don't care. I'll sure take it. Are. Why, are you, why are you getting punished? Uh, so if Mike gets too drunk on episodes, if either uh, of us penalties. get if either of uh, us slap. get too drunk, well, no, 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 not just oh, slaps. Not we happening? have new penalties. So like one of Mike's penalties that's coming up is he's gonna have to wear fake nails for an entire week, like long Ooh, for a week. Yeah, a week. I don't, I don't even know how I'm gonna wipe my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a loofah. I'm gonna have to wash my hands extra hard. <laughs> Invest in a bidet. There you go. Well, any other any other firing Sponsor quitting stories that you either whether it's you or other bartenders or servers in this business. I, I mean, uh, dude, uh, truth be told, like I've seen so many people that deserve get, to get fired and didn't and it, go out in the blaze of glory that uh, they were assigned to. No, nah, I guess the only time where I really kind of fucking balled my shit up and was like "fuck you" was at Chopsticks because mm. I was like. A, I was a um, I was a busser, and they're like, "Hey, Rowan, you're dishwashing today," and that and that took me back eight years to um, to Joseph's, and I was like, "Never again." So I, took, <laughs> so I took off my apron, balled it up, and I was like, "Nope, I'm good." And I put the apron in the uh, guy's chest, and I walked out of there. That's good. That is also like it's it's very very simple, but the feeling of being able to give somebody something as you're leaving. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Here's my hat here's my ticket here's my apron you know the the ability to actually physically give somebody something when you're quitting fe- makes it feel so much better my sister was pissed because she was <laughs> the one that got me the job there and she was like don't quit and i was like i'm already out i'm, I was like, I'm hanging up the apron like, i was like i've already apron. i've already balled up and put the put, put the apron on a chest you, there's oh no coming god. back oh my god all right well i can't believe i'm saying this not only have you decimated the gauntlet you have owned us you literally like own the show yeah, now fuck you fuck you Rowan. Think, you piece yeah, of shit fuck you i can't sure. i can't wait to meet you you piece of, i'm i'm telling you this right now i'm gonna ice you back you motherfucker it's we're gonna coming. have to change the name i'll be from the bartender waiting. rant podcast to the bartender <laughs> rowan podcast like the brp like that's going to have to be the new name of the show. I got to tell you, boys, I've had a great time. Oh, I've had a blast. This has been more than I ever imagined it even would be. <laughs> yeah, a, a shaky, not, not a shaky start to the podcast, but a shaky more. Like, I think I, I think we had such so much electric in our underwear. We were just ready. We were like two we're drag ready. racers. That's and what just that girl said through. to me when she was trying to tip me with her underwear. She yeah. said, There's so much electricity <laughs> in this. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. It's going to give They're you a vibrating. static. St- yeah, static buzz. It'll <laughs> <laughs> give you a static shock and and, and oh, a disease God. you can't get rid of. Oh, yeah. It's it's yeah. one of five people. It's 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 okay. We're all on the same team, guys. Well, we do have a couple questions for you to wrap up the show. <laughs> Our first question, and this is where we're gonna turn again, I feel like you've already fucking made the show your bitch, but we're gonna turn the show over to you. This is where we call it the cleanup, aka how is our driving? Tell us about 
any recommendations you have in the service business, restaurants we need to go to, drinks we need to try, um, questions we didn't ask, which we need to be asking, or just tell us about some other bartenders that you know that really need to be on the show. Well, I would love for a bartender or ex-bartender I'd love to see on the show is Brian Lang. Shout out to Brian Lang. He is the one that really got me into bartending. He was working at Clouda Pub, and he's like, hey, man, if you really want to like get into this industry, he's like, I have a job for you. And that was sink or swim. Like, I hardly knew how to bar. I, I lied. I told them I knew how to bartend. I didn't know how to bartend. <laughs> I couldn't make you a whiskey. You and, you and Steve both. That's, that's, that's a trope on the show. If you don't know, just if you don't know, just lie. Lie, lie, and lie some yeah, more. Make it, make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I've never, I've never met Brian. I've actually never even heard the name. He's so. an awesome guy. I, can I, you I, get him? Can you? Can you? Probably not. <laughs> Does he live somewhere here in Baltimore? Uh, yeah, I think he's. If he's still in the same spot, he's literally like a couple blocks away. Okay, we gotta see if Brian. We you're called him. out, motherfucker. The gauntlet yeah, has gotta, been thrown down. Yeah, we're gonna send him the episode. See if we can wrench his arm a little bit mm -hmm. on this one. Um, as for like recommendations, obviously, duh, this, uh, there's a bit of a trend with this podcast, I guess. Come to Toss Beer Hall. Yeah, for come sure. See yeah. Us. Me and Steve, yeah. we're holding it down. Ton of fun. Friday nights. Yeah, sometimes they have Saturday us behind nights. the same bar. Come down to the basement. Woof. It's going to get weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the 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 uh, the two best crews that you're going to get, and this is just me, this is my opinion, is if you get the the magical crew of like a Febro and Steve combo on main bar on a busy night or Roe and Steve and the lady downstairs. Then, we're, then that's when it gets square. That's it, when we all take our pants off. It's a fun combo. It's a fun combo. It's yeah, nice. Um, and uh, you know what? A, a weird shout out near me up in Cadenceville. There's this little place called GL shacks. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about K-pot. Oh, well, I'm sorry. well, K pot. Yeah, K pot's a little. Well, tell everybody about GL but, Shacks. But, but there's this place called GL Shacks, and it's just like a little kind of podunk uh, bar, but the women are lovely, and the food. Th that place has no business having the quality of food that it does. Really? Yeah. It's one yeah. of those joints. Yeah, you They're walk, turning it out. You walk in there, and you're going to be like, I'll have some <laughs> chicken tenders, I guess. But I had like. A tilapia special with like crab meat and like a remoulade on it the other day, and it was, it was sensational. It was. I don't know this part. It, at it all. was fiendish. How big is this place? <laughs> uh, um, so it's a, a boat bar that I learned today. I, yeah. I did not know that. So it has one uh, entrance and exit. But I mean, it has maybe a twenty to, maybe like a twenty to twenty-five person seat bar with like a couple high tops and then like a dining room with maybe like 10 like mm. 10 like tables in there it's a super small it's a little shack gl shacks baby interesting yeah but if you ever find yourself in canesville i cannot <laughs> i cannot um can't rave about it enough okay gl shacks let's yeah, get after weird, weird call out but yeah no i never heard of it no that's why we love this this section yeah we want to hear about the good uh, little gems that nobody else knows about no doubt. No doubt. Any other recommendations before we move to our final questions of the show? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> well, here are our closing questions, my friend. You have dominated. It has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, fuck one of you. Fun fuck you, this you one, piece of shit. God, I can't wait to be back. I cannot. I, I, I we're bringing like him back on for a Boilermaker tape. I already told him. Um, <laughs> I, I cannot remember, and this is not a knock on any of our other guests. I cannot remember the last time I laughed this much on a show. I'll like, tell you right now. It might have been. 
No, you're right. He has some Boilermaker tapes because I'm going to come to Baltimore. I'm, I'm going to give him a fight story. That's what's going to happen. So You're going to fight him? Is that what you're implying? Yeah, you're I know where he works. Me? Exactly. <laughs> you're just going to come. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna going to throw a smeared off ice half. right in his face and just crack we'll him across the And, you know, and I'll gonna... catch and I'll drink it and I'm not going to be such a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not going to take him. cry about. It's not going to take him 24 hours to drink one smeared off ice. thank you for the booze. I need Okay. I've been shaking. I've been shaking since 10. All right. We always like to ask our guests before they leave, why do you do this? A.K.A., why do you hate yourself? It, now, this is going to be corny, but I love the people I work with. Like, mm. like bartending, like, you find such a com- like camaraderie. Like, well, because it's like we take so much shit, and it's like sharing it with somebody yeah. else. It's like you, Hence just, the show. you just have a bond. You just create a bond. So, like, when I, you know, when I hug people at the end of the shift and I say I love you, I love you guys. Like, I truly do. And that could be the 12 Natty Bows that I have flown through my system right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, it's, it's, it's the uh, camaraderie of it. You know, we, like I said at the top, we did another show today, and it was with Chow, with uh, the Culinary Hospita- uh, Hospitality Outreach Wellness Group. And one of the themes that kind of came up in that show is, you know, Jasmine's uh, partner is a uh, in the military and on, on deployment. I Recently deployed, yeah. Recently deployed, and we obviously thank him for his service. Best of luck out there. Yeah, hoping he's safe and, and coming home as soon as possible. But, you know, we always seem to re- uh, uh, relate this industry a lot to uh, military life in the trenches and stuff like that. And I think the reason why is because there is an innate feeling that if you don't do it with me, you don't get it, right? Like, if you weren't there, you don't understand what I went through, um, you don't get it. And, and that, that sort of feeling is only applicable in so many industries. And, and I think that's why we have these connecting points to something so visceral as, like, military life. And obviously, I'm not in any way trying to... Uh, uh, undersell what it's like to serve, okay, in in the military. But I think mm-hmm. the sentiment is similar, right? There, there's something about going out on a Friday and Saturday night, putting up with the volume that we do, putting up with people. Yeah, getting your shit rocked for eight hours. Just, right? just like, just being on, you know, being in service mode. You know, the other thing that we talked about in the pot earlier today was the disassociative qualities of this business. It's dehumanizing in some ways to have to take shit, to take somebody's order. With a smile smile on your face. To have the customer be right all the time. And, And... like I know that customer service is the name of the game. Like I know that what's that's what makes our place special is we will we just will out hustle everyone else. Like that's our thing at Das. But that innately in and of itself is disassociative of who you are as an individual. And the only way that you can feel human again is to turn to that other person that just also went through that disassociative experience and be like, dude, that was fucked. Can you believe how crazy that Mm -hmm. customer was, how this customer was, how insane that rush was, man, we ran out of this. We ran out of that. Like it gets so hectic and it's so like 
like on point, do your job immediately. It's not like another professional job in an office where yeah. maybe you can shade the results of your work for a week or a month or six months. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You have to perform right fucking now, dude. Like yeah. you got to perform right fucking now. The, yeah. the ticket is on 15, 20 minute ticket times. Mm -hmm. Where's my goddamn food? <laughs> right. And so like, the judgment day is coming seems... immediately. Go ahead. No, I was just saying the judgment day is coming yeah. immediately. There's this looming stress about it. And I think that's why we, we, we take such a um, aggressive line in, in comparing it to other industries. But Rowan's right. There, there is something really special about having other people that felt like they went through it with you that you can immediately connect with. And that, you know, I've had a lot of, yeah, I've had a lot of crews that I felt like my coworkers couldn't hack it. And I felt like I did they didn't have my back. And at the end of the shift, I couldn't wait to not see them anymore. I couldn't wait to get away from them, to get away from the bar, to get away from those customers. And when you find an environment that's really special, a place like Das, a place like uh, you know, that has people like Rowan that you can not just connect with on a friendship level, but feel like, hey, man, you helped me get through this really tr trying gauntlet. And I'm going to call it I'm going to call it a gauntlet in and of itself. That makes it really, really special. You f you look at Rowan or you look at Feb or you look at Val or you look at Meredith or you look at any of the other ton of people that we have at DOS that are incredible and you say, you get it, man. You get me. You understand what I went through. You understand me. You understand my experience. And that's a special, special thing. So that's Agreed. interesting. We've, you know, we've asked a lot of people the question of why you do this, AK, why do you hate yourself? And a lot of people have said, I like the money. The money. I love the industry. The you know, they've said a lot of things, and some of them have been sentimental, but I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody has mentioned I'm, that they- I'm making fun of all of your guests that you've ever had. No, it's fine. He's <laughs> fucking- <laughs> I don't think anybody has said that they do it for the camaraderie, and I and I think that's really special because that's one of the things that I'm addicted to. I'm addicted right. to in this business. Come on, I, I just- I just worked Because I have a special love for everybody. I just saw Go you ahead. guys pour another one. Come on, let's cheers. Let's do it. Tink. Cheers. Fucking Steve Mike, didn't take me. Told me to fuck. I, I I know you told me to fuck myself a lot, but I love yeah. you, too, Mike. I, I love, love you too. too. I also love and you. still go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Our podcast. <laughs> I will ice you, Our, dude. I can't wait for you to try it. I will ice, ice you, me. you motherfucker. Our podcast is kind of uh, a very similar experience of like. Okay, he's not even listening anymore. All right, final question: <laughs> If you opened a bar, what would you call it? Or what would the theme be? So I, I thought I knew what my answer was up until today, and I'm fucking changing it. And I think I'm, wow. call, I think I'm calling it Nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm calling my bar Nightcap. Yeah, and you, okay. know what our shtick, okay. you know what our shtick is? It's always two for one. Because yeah. I'll never just get one. When I ask you for a Nightcap, you're never just having one drink. Yeah, and the slogan is Nightcap. Where you can always have one more. Try to say no. Really? Get it? Because it's all two for one. Yeah. You can always, you always can have one more. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, that's dangerous and potent, and uh, it's actually a great. It's actually a great name for a bar. <laughs> yeah. Let's go have a nightcap. Yeah. Have a night. Uh, nice. See, I thought I thought it was when you walked in, 
they say we got to hand you something to for your entry, and it, it and it's just a fucking smear off ice, and then you got to get down on your fucking knees and got, take a now, fucking smear off ice. I love your heads out. I, I would love a bar that ices everybody in the door. That's only for friends and family. That would be a special place. <laughs> that would be. A, you'd have a line around the block. Motherfuckers would be up for that shit. I I, I mean, Kansas City. Like how how many miles away? How how many miles did I ice somebody away? Only nineteen hours. <laughs> it's oh, thir- oh at least 13, wow. 13, 1300 miles. That's how far away we are. That's it, I've, that I've much driven it many record. times. Uh, uh, you piece of shit, you no, motherfucker. Thirteen hundred goddamn miles. That might be the okay. That might be the world record for the longest ice in history. That was pretty incredible. <laughs> that, it actually may be. Wouldn't it, I'm yeah, never I, even. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say, Rowan. Caps off to you. Okay, what an night. Un- caps off to me. Night caps <laughs> off to you. What an incredible time. I had so much fun doing this. It blew away my expectations. I'm going to give you the last word, and then we're going to get out of here. Anything else you want to say to the people before we go? Pussy booger. Pussy (laughs) booger. And as always, fuck off. Hey, you pussy boogers. (laughs) Thanks for listening (laughs) along. And as always, thanks for drinking along. We really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, we release new episodes whenever we fucking feel like it. A big shout out, as always, to our friends at Trauma Parlor, whose song, Fast One, you heard throughout the show. You're listening to it right now. Please go show them some love on... Uh, <laughs> I'm getting fucked up for this fucking episode, goddammit. Uh, Facebook done, and Spotify. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up, all right? Facebook, Spotify, show them some love. Steve, what do you want to say now? If you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at BRP Drink Along. If sorry, big burp there. Um, you can listen along anywhere you get your podcast by searching the Bartender Rant Podcast. Please, I'm begging you with every ounce of my being, subscribe, <laughs> rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Okay, this is the best way you can help us grow the show and reach new listeners. The more ratings and the more reviews, the faster we climb up the charts. And I'm telling you, man, Mike is about to kill himself. We need the personal validation. <laughs> oh, my validation. God, that's so dark. <laughs> we, we need the personal validation. Please support Fuck us. you. Fuck you. I don't need your personal validation. I'm great. I'm doing just fine. Don't forget, you motherfuckers, if you are a Spotify user... Please be sure to check out the BRP playlist on Spotify. We've got some really cool playlists on there for you, including the BRP Industry Night playlist, which are all songs chosen by our incredible guests. Like, for instance, our guest tonight, um, I'm sure that uh, Rowan's going to choose, like, maybe some Green Day, uh, you know, something like that. That, That's what I'm saying. Rowan Rowan only listens to the Hanson Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, no, I see that. I, I really, I, I feel that. Do bop, did it, did it, do bop. I know, okay, I, I get, I get it. Don't forget if. Oh no, this is your turn, Steve. Shut up, go. Oh, do you want? Do you, do you want, want some, some kick-ass kick-ass show yeah, merch, there Michael? There you go, you dumb idiot. Yeah, I would love do you, some. Do you of have course it in you my do. size? <laughs> do you have it in my size, Steve? I have it in all sizes. Check out all of our amazing <laughs> swag, courtesy of Campo Design Co. at Prodigy. 
dtg.com backslash bartender rant. And if you just want to hang out with Mike and me, I don't know why you would, but maybe you do. Join us the <laughs> first Monday of every month for our virtual industry night happy hour. Have some drinks, meet some fellow barflies, and listen to our guest bartender playlist. Also, it's an opportunity to tell Mike and I how much we suck at podcasting. If you do want to join us for that, make sure you're following along on social media, specifically Instagram and Facebook, so that you see where I post all the links for that video. Yeah, very late. He'll he'll post it like two hours before the uh, Instagram uh, or before the, the hangout happens. So just stay tuned, people. Dog, if you can't ask, you can't afford it, you know? If you don't know, And you know. if you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Ram Podcast on Patreon. We've got some really cool stuff on there, especially right now. The first three people that subscribe to the Patreon get a free fucking tipped book. You know, change your fucking life. It's not a fucking your fu- tipped book. It's tipped finance by Barbara Fuck Sloan. Fuck you. Get your fucking Forbes financial shit in, 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 in order. Also... <clears throat> If you tip or if you join the Patreon within this month, you get a free 15-minute fucking call with Barbara Sloan, a woman a who has call. no... It's a money call with a Barbara money call Sloan. With, ba- with Barbara Sloan, accredited a woman author. who has no business doing anything with Steve and I, but yet here she is. What what a fucking gem. Love that lady. What a, what a fucking a ba- gal. She's incredible. You're going to get She's access. Also, you're also going to get access to her bonus content like the Boilermaker Tapes. Ranch versus blue cheese crank calls, special releases, and so much more, Steve. Isn't that right? That's right. And if you want to be a big tipper, aka one of our bozels, feel free to leave a tip on PayPal under the bartender rant podcast at gmail.com. If you do, we'll list you as one of our executive producers and shout out your drink of choice or anything you want us to say. Right here. Yeah, and first of all, I'm going to shout out Regina Grace. I think I forgot you on the last shout out we did. Regina, we love you. We love that you were in Paris with our you friend Leo. You the bomb.com, girl. Oh, yeah, you the bomb.com. We love you, Leah. We're, we can't wait to get you on the show. Also, Mike, my daddy. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounds so weird. Thank you, father. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. They, they, thank you so much. Dad. Thank you, it's thank it's you dad. so much. I, I really appreciate you supporting the show. I really hope you're proud of me. It's just his actual dad. <laughs> dad, this is all your fault. Also, Chandler, <laughs> fucking baddie. Uh, Leah, Leah, goddamn Grace, what a fucking baller. Ray, it's mystery bu- uh, benefactor. You have a and massive fuck- cock or a beautiful vagina. One <laughs> and also Javier, what a guy. Mike and I, right? No, that's what I do. Um, Mike and I do this because we love the industry and we want to bring you great content. But this is not our day job. Not yet. With your help, we can keep the stories and more podcasts like this. It might be. With your help, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from coast to coast. And as always, don't just listen along. Drink along. Yeah. (laughs) All right, fuck yeah, guys. That was great. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. 
Their national helpline is free, confidential, 24 seven and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, please reach out to the International Helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you need just somebody to, to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast and we want you to stick around and Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you and we'll see you on the next episode. All right, fuck you. Crap, I need to go. I, wasn't, uh, I actually wasn't recording the entire time. Yeah, I'm sure you weren't. I got to go. Um, I have to go to church now, so. <laughs> All right, we are hot. I'm hot, too. You want to clap it out? I'm hot for Steve. You want to clap it out? Bro? I'm hot for Steve and I pussy boogers. All right, ready? Are you ready? Three, two, one, clap. I don't know if you guys are. All right, you guys are on such a delay. Ready? Three, two, one, clap. <laughs> three two one clap such a delay that's the honestly not a delay right got, now is you my friend we got to figure we, out stream right yard because stream yard's fucking awesome but my audio sounds like shit and we just can't do it anymore dog we are right next to the router right now and i'm telling you this one is definitely you because our videos your video is all fuzzy Ours is clear. Yeah, I'm sitting on the router right yeah, now. Yeah, he not. actually well, get the I fuck mean, off the router that's the problem some people would say he's riding the router. You know what I mean? But <laughs> um, all right. Um, okay, I'm gonna give us like five seconds. I'm gonna bring us in. Okay. Everybody let's ready? let's good? fuck this. Yeah, let's fuck this pig. Let's fuck this pussy bugger. Let's fuck this pig, Jesus, <laughs> man. Jesus. I took that personally. I felt like that was about. Wow. No. Wow. No. That's Calm about me. down. I'm not dude. that fat. Calm down, bro. Yeah, good, good. I hope that landed around your cat. <laughs> Don't bring the cat into this, dude, all right? Oh, we're going to bring the cat into this, let pussy me tell bugger. you. Let me tell you. That's a pussy. Hey, when that cat had an open wound on its back and you guys just let it roam around the house. That is not how it happened. We tried our... That's a pussy booger. That oh, is literally that a pussy kitty. booger. Don't oh, talk dude, about you're that like guy? That. Steve was telling me about that. That's yeah, not... he's that's that guy. That is... That, Mike good. is that... Mike's not that good. guy in a lot of stories for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I, I can't right tell now. if I should be flattered or offended right now. <laughs> you should be offended. He talks about you a you lot. You should be offended. Um, yeah, I bet he does. Right, let's do it. Ready? All right, shut the fuck up.